at Costco. So let's let's go, let's go ahead. Um, we're live now. I want to go ahead and I want to get it on. I want let's start with this conversation, boys. When's the last time you shit yourself? Now, what do we mean by shit ourselves? Like full on turd or like you um, lost control for a bit? Both. Well, I mean, what does that mean? No, 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 no. I know exactly what he means. And and yeah, he's he's kind of spitting honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, full on turd and then just like whoopsie daisy, whoopsie dipsie. Both. Either or. Mm-hmm. The only time something like that's ever really like happened to me was when I had food poisoning. Yeah. And I was like laid up in my room. And it was a situation where it was like I was trying to crawl to the bathroom right. when a, a, like a little bit made it through. Right. Yeah. But uh, but because I was right next to the bathroom, it wasn't really a big deal. Right. It was like the kind of food poisoning where you're back and forth to the bathroom like every 30 seconds anyways. Yeah. I think mine... Have been... Mine at that time. Really, mine was mine was a little bit more recent with food, not food poisoning, but like a stomach virus. Mm. Which one are we on? Is this number fifty nine? Think so. Or uh, for like full on log, had to have been as a young child. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't yeah think I, that really ever happens that's, anymore. That's but... never happened. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if it's solid enough to be a log, I feel like it's usually not a high risk situation like it might be uncomfortable to hold it but like is the solid you know the 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 lincoln logs are never at risk of just slipping out you know Mm -hmm. like for me it's it's the only situations where i'm ever scared for my my personal integrity is uh when it's when it's liquidy you know right oh yeah, yeah 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 right those those when you uh you you gamble on that fart and you lose Mm. Many such cases. Well, that's never really been a fear for me. I feel like I have a really good sense of when it's just, just the, the accumulated gas, and when it's actually going to be a problem. You know, like, I yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. But sometimes, sometimes though. So you're saying you're very in touch with your body? Sure. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Excellent anal awareness. Bro. Say. Bro. Kind of sus. Anal awareness. Kind of sus. Kind of <laughs> sus. <laughs> Kind of sus. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. That's a little sus. A little, little sussy. So. We get a little sus around we here. We get sometimes. a little sus on this show. We do. We do. We do. Uh, for context, for anyone who wasn't listening, which was everyone before we went live, um, we, got a lot, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, some some Costco adventures from the from the lads, the fellas. If like you it's, it's just a monumental week in food. And food we will and we drink. will answer the question: Did Prude shit himself at Costco? Stay tuned. And shit, who knows? Stay stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you have to listen to the whole thing to find yeah, out. Yeah, we're not we're not going to mention until the the top of the fifth hour, which I joke, but last week we got close. We we got. Didn't we like at the start of last show say we had nothing to talk about too? Which is, and I feel like you actually said this will be the one that like we have. But we opened up the map, and when you open up the map, every every time we appreciate that we have nothing to talk about, ends up being a long episode. So when you yeah when you when when you open up the map, that's like oh god, that's like that's like um, that's like with you when you're with your mom somewhere, you know, when like when you're a kid. 
and mm-hmm. she starts talking to someone and when she puts her purse down that's when you know right yeah, yeah that's that's when you know it's like okay well i better start trying to find my own entertainment here because <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be pretty dire man those are like you know those were kind of the days like uh, when like uh like like your mom would go like visit a friend or something right and mm-hmm. she, you know you being a little kid that she'd take you with you and like you kind of like had that little bit of free roam around someone like a strange person not a strange person but a person's house home and like yard right. and stuff and it was like it was like a whole new adventure you know i used mm-hmm. to i used to love going over to my um i can't i can't remember what she was to me like a great aunt or something i don't know i can't yeah. remember but um, she had this really interesting house because she was like real old. She was very sweet. She was a very nice lady. Um, yeah, I think she was my great aunt uh, because she was my mom's dad's sister. Yeah, great aunt. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, sweet lady. She had, but she had like she just had this old time, like old like fifties house. hadn't updated in years, and it's like it was just it's very nice. She has she still had like you know like a bunch of like vinyl chairs and stuff like in the kitchen. Like vinyl uh, around like a like a table. Like imagine what a house in the fifties looked like, fifties and sixties. That yeah. was her house. And then she had like a bunch of curios. She was a big curio collector. Right. So she had like these ceramic dogs and stuff. Oh my god. Ugh. And then I remember she had Are this curios just like boomer Funko Pops. Huh. Wow. Um not wrong. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I mean, I, I guess I should give Curios more credit that they're they're probably more in detail than a fucking Funko Pop. Oh, ever will most be, certainly, and and they definitely it's, it's in the same vein. Yeah, it's in the same vein. They definitely they've survived the the test of time better, definitely, than Funko Pops more than likely will. I'm just gonna kind of, you know, <laughs> go ahead and say right. that one, but um. Wow, shit! Like I'm, I'm kind of offended on behalf of boomers now, like a little bit. But yeah, kind of. Well, for me, it's like anything that's like kind of just there and take. Like, like I don't mind wall art or like tastefully placed decorations. But like just having random shit in your house is like kind of to me, it's always cringe no matter the context. That's damn. Bro's hating on my aqua shrine now. Yeah, that's the aqua shrine's kind of base though. Like that's 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 like your one thing though. Like you're allowed to have that. So here's you know? my so here's my question then, and because that's an interesting segue on that. Um at White House, right? Because there's obviously yeah. Aqua Shrine, Pomo Shrine. Is there gonna be the Picora Shrine? I have my one figgy. That's enough. Oh yeah, he's got his one Picora Nendo, like right above his tuna cans. <laughs> right. Jesus. Okay. Speaking of, hey, I, I got, the, I got that birthday merch. Which, sorry to segue, but like, I gotta circle back this tuna can thing. Oh like, yeah, this is. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would. Like I, I get keeping food in your room especially because you don't want to take up the storage space but like when you're having a can of tuna do you not like have other stuff with it that requires it to be like prepped in some sort of way i mean when when i eat tuna it's usually a simple tuna salad you know usually mayo based and then uh whatever other sauces and spices 
I'm I'm not the kind of person that you like because for me it's usually more of like a lazy just like last minute meal. I know some people do these like salads like tuna salad or chicken salad and they go big with it with like mix-ins, you know, like chopped like vegetables and stuff. Right, but like uh, so you do you do have to go to the kitchen to prepare the tuna to consume though. Sure, but it's saying. it's it's an item that doesn't have to be in the fridge or anything, so it's like I can save space out there and I have I have in this big organizer I bought, the bottom drawer I've designated as like my like pantry overflow section of just like all the stuff that I have in storage for eventual use, but it's not really useful right now. I don't know, man. Like I get it for food that you just kind of whip out and go in on, but stuff that you got to take to the kitchen to prepare. We got space. I mean, I could, I could whip out the can of tuna and just eat it. That is wild. I mean, I wouldn't probably do it with the cans, though. They do sell the packets that are like not as wet, you know, so you don't really have to drain them first. You can kind of just spoon it out and eat it. Sure. And those usually come seasoned, though. Well, they have the plain ones and they have the flavored ones. Fucked up. Well, anyway, back to Tay's story, whatever, whatever he's talking about. It wasn't a story. I was just saying I bought the Puma merch. Yeah, one of Tay's little stories. Let's get back to that. <laughs> oh, fuck. For, for, for messed up, man. <laughs> I don't know, it just sounded a little condescending, but well, no, 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 I mean it's it, this listen, is listen, this this is the vibes of the White House. Like that's what I was about to say. Like you're, this is you're kind of the odd one out now. These two these two guys have been living been shacked up for now for of two weeks, and now they think they can come at the king. Man, that's messed up. That's messed yeah, up. Well, well, maybe maybe the king should come to us. Well, that's I, true. I was, I, well, that's I, true. A king, oh, where's your castle, huh? Hold on, no, hold on, no, 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 no. Don't put the impetus of this on Ooh. me. Don't put the impetus of this on me. You're the, y'all here, are the ones, y'all are the ones. I can't, I can't come up there and just, what, sleep on the floor. You can. We got a storage we, Go find we my castle. On the floor. Go find my castle, peons. No, no, he and I sleep on the floor. You can be a floor pig, too. But there's not a, okay, first off, listen. <laughs> Listen, first off, we we need to we need to establish something here. I I am what you would call better than you, right? I'm mm. I'm rich. I come from pure English Anglo stock, right? I do not sleep on floors. I'm not going to live somewhere. I'm not going to share one bathroom with two and I don't mean this offensively. I I don't mean this offensively, but two peasants, right? So Go find my castle. Oh, Go. I, I come from a high class family. That's, That's true. That's true. I'm sorry. You're you're right. You're right. In fact, in fact, you know what? I need to edit the OBS layout. I need you over here with me, so he, we can kind of keep prude in quarantine with the other poor people. I'm spiritually rich. So, like, if Simon comes in again, right? He can be over there with poor people. Damn. You're also spiritually gay, so. Well, do do what you will with that. So now I've, I've got a bold. Uh, I know I know we're like halfway through twenty twenty three, but I've, I've got a bold twenty twenty three theme. Okay, because we already have the no more losers going. Right. Get this, no more, no more. Sorry, I had to, I had to censor myself for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. no more gay biggest. No, okay, I mean, who does that eliminate though? At that point, I mean, no, I'm sorry. The better question: Who does that leave at that point? Because that's man, that's everybody's dick is up on the cutting block at that point. 
Man. I don't know. I, I just saw these these people going on about how it was like fucking Billy Harrington's birthday today or whatever, and it's like, man. Ugh. Oh, is this is this a is this a the land of the lost conversation? That's what I'm calling yeah, Server Three now, the, the land community. of the lost. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, it is. It is. Yeah. And it's. I don't know. I've I've never got the Billy Harrington guy. I, I don't know. It's he literally just like a, like a gay. Porn no, he's actor. literally like, he's literally a gay porn star. I don't get like it was funny at first. And I was like, oh, ha ha. But then after that, it's like y'all realize he's a, he's like a homosexual, right? Like he's he's lit. He's a gay. He's literally a gay porn star. This isn't funny. This is this is literally haram. Yeah. And I'm not even I'm not even Muslim and this is haram. Yeah, I mean like, I don't really care either way, but the, all the hype over him is him like he says nice stuff despite being a gay porn guy. Like I will give it I will you, give you him can find non sinners that yeah. say nice Well I was stuff, I was gonna so. say to be fair, that is he was he was a very nice guy. He really was. However, you know Well, and it doesn't make it any better or any less like gay but like i think a lot of those guys are more of like a gay for pay type situation where like i don't think he was i think he had a wife like i don't think he was screwing dudes for not being paid right you know? but last time i checked the bible doesn't say don't you yeah, know I, I know it's not an right. exception i'm just yeah. saying that like i'm just saying but like being gay for for free to me is just slightly gayer than being gay for pay but right. they're both pretty gay you know like i'd I mean, say i'd say you like being gay for free is definitely gayer, but I feel like being <laughs> gay for pay is a bigger sin. Yeah, no, it is because that's, that's greed. That's prostitution, and, basically. That's, that's greed and lust. No. Yeah, so that's two deadly sins at once. Sorry. Well, I mean, the deadly sins are kind of uh, apocryphal, but you know. Well, you're kind of apocryphal, so. Yeah. I mean, all, all sins basically deadly, and we're only saved by the grace of our Lord, so. Uh. Yeah, actually, I mean, uh, weirdly. Yeah, I didn't know we were about to get based on. That. Yeah, I was about to say, wow. Yeah, yes. Very. <laughs> I was inspired by that church sign I saw. It reminded no. me that while there's a physical church on that street, I should also embrace the church within myself. Okay, now you're just. I I wish more people got fucking inspired when they saw church signs. I just think it's so. Fu- I mean, I I get it, but I just think it's so funny. It's like. I mean, you were just floored, but it's like there's a there's a sign that says church, and it's like, yeah, yeah. I have. A, I, I mean, have I a get thing. it. I get it. It's like aesthetically speaking, I have a thing for for signs. Like I really yeah. like, uh, and like like it, things that are just like very obviously representational, like that. Like obviously, it's just saying there's a church here, right? And it's it's so straightforward and obvious, right? Like I know it's not novel to people who live in the Bible Belt or whatever, because I'm sure it exists elsewhere, but. I mean, shit, Not, we have church signs like that up, even up in New York. It's really just the fucking West Coast that's so sinful. Yeah, well, it's also a very well, a rural thing, and, and Prude has well, predominantly kind of lived closer yeah. to a city. Right, like, maybe it's more of a thing, like, you're in the, in the sticks, right? And it's like, this is demarcating that there's a church at this location, and you wouldn't know otherwise, because they're so, you know... Well, yeah, because a lot of times a church is, you know, off the road or something... And, you right. know, like on a, on a Sunday when they're letting out, there's going to be more traffic there. So it's when you're coming, it's like, you know, chill. Well, chill. and I guess context to the viewers, right? The sign was like a yellow, like government, like street sign. Or it's like, like, I'm familiar with the fact that churches tend to have their, their little signs out front, you know, or like the, the ones with like the letters, you know, saying whatever they want to say about their church or like their service times or whatever. Right. But like that, having like a yellow official street sign is a novel thing to me because I hadn't seen that before. Right. 
I, I'm with you on the street sign thing, though. Um, I recall once I was... Oh, gee, Willikers. Ain't no way this guy just said G Willikers. Nine, <laughs> ten, or something. And context. Oh, back, so back in 1940. Okay, so now I'm old again. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta get your 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 narrative straight on this one. Well, it's like Schrodinger's 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 Taylor. Um, but yeah, as we used to have, where I used to live had like this like hella woods back behind it. And you know, when you're a kid in the south, you live in the woods more or less. Sure. And yeah. you know, it was always the adventure to like push further and further. So eventually we got pretty much as deep in as you could get. And it's so funny because like I drive by it now, it's all cut down. And it's like, huh, that wasn't that big. <laughs> but right. like when you're when you're a kid and it's something's wooded, because something being wooded kind of like doubles it. Cause it's just it's such a pain to move through. But right. but uh, anyway, uh, we got pretty deep back in there, and there was like there was a little like not even like a little crick. It was just like a little ditch that kind of ran through, just a little culvert under the highway. And I tell you what, it was a uh, it was it was a red letter day in young Tyler Andrew Bickham's life when I found mm-hmm. a sign, a literal sign. Not a sign from God, mm. a literal sign. It was one of those like warning, like uh, uh, rectangle, the black stripe uh, and the yeah. yellow stripe. Like when you're like when you're going over something, and it's like it's it's just one of those culverts. It's not even big enough to have like guardrails. It just has the signs, and it's like, hey, if you're gonna have a drunk driving accident, please don't do it here. You know, like one of those signs. <laughs> um, and I guess I guess they had replaced it at some point, and they were like. To, you know, it's like, where the hell do we put it? I don't know, just fucking throw it in the woods. And they did. And man, I still have that to this day. Like, you possess the sign? Or... I own the sign, yeah. I mean, I guess technically the U.S. Department of Transportation still owns it, but I am in possession of it. Right, right, right. And I... and well, I'll I... tell you what, I mean, these days of hunting photos, and I find, like, if, if, if I find, like, in a, like a sign where it's not supposed to be and it's like overgrown or something. Yeah. Oh. I'm I'm Ooh. taking a fucking picture of that. Ooh. I'm getting a fucking picture of that, you know. Oh. Oh, that's so kino. Oh right. god. There's nothing better than like overgrown like public works and like right. that yeah. ah. Ah, yeah, man. Oh my Especially god. Especially when it's like derelict but uh. somehow still kind of like fresh looking too like if right, right, right. If, if any degradation is from nature and not from like undesirables tagging it up right like that helps a lot too but right right and by undesirables he of course means russian agents right and and not any other but we're allowed to punch down at because russia's yeah. evil right? right so we're russia, allowed to yep. russia man bad so right man uh, um so, <laughs> so we're kind of deep into this right now how do y'all feel about talking about food that thing we usually talk about at the top of the show Sure, I'm still gonna keep talking about science. Oh honest, no, I mean but... we can. I'm just, I, I am just trying to kind of. No, food, food chat's coming. I, was I am say, kind of oh. just trying to vaguely keep us on itinerary here. Sure, sure, sure. I just wanted to say that, like driving across the country, one thing I did notice is that every state has like a different stable of signs. Like yeah. there's some signs you'll only find in certain states. Like yeah, in uh, I believe in New Mexico is the only state where I, where I saw signs where they're advertising like potential adverse weather conditions on the road with a sign, and I saw this like. A dozen times driving through the state that said 
there may exist harsh winds. And I was like, well, shit, like <laughs> there, there may, yeah, sure, somewhere there's harsh winds. I'm sure, but like, man, that's helpful. That's kind of deep if you think about it. I was like, I was like, that's just almost like a little bit distressing because I'm like, they may exist. Like, I don't know when they're gonna hit. Yeah, well, hey, what, where are they? And I mean, uh, they could be anywhere. Hey, the real harsh <laughs> winds. It's like the meme with the guy in the car at the gas station. It's like harsh winds could be here. <laughs> The real, Damn. the real harsh winds are in your soul, though, uh, mm-hmm. and they most certainly exist. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the only ones we have <laughs> like that here, are like, I think in some places you'll see like signs. It's like, hey, like chill when there's a lot of rain because like ahead may be a flood zone, right? Uh, and then of course you know the the normal like bridge may freeze in cold weather kind of stuff yeah i saw that and that even that was kind of new to me like it that was in almost every state i went through but i think that in most parts of california it's rare for it to get cold enough yeah 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 i was thinking that because you know yeah y'all's is such like a dry warm but because ours ours is you know such a humid that when it gets cold here i mean it gets cold it's more likely that there'd be like bridge freeze and cold weather was on every bridge in new york it's like why do we have a sign at this point (laughs) i mean just in new york bro what like yeah well and i I hadn't thought of that too because of like because the bridge being much more thermally isolated whereas the ground right has like basically the whole thermal kind of battery of the earth yeah you know so that it does make sense but it's just like that's never been a threat where i'm from so like yeah yeah yeah, but i I did see it in pretty much every state along the way oh so so you've never had to wrap your pipes then Uh, uh uh-huh oh my Uh, bro my man doesn't know about wrapping pot oh no no. listen listen Uh, look look, i'm pretty sure prudes a raw guy he's not (laughs) there you go that's the joke i was gonna like i try to avoid wrapping my pipe when possible nice 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 gross but but very nice very nice um no, would uh, you, well, you 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 know what I mean, but um, sure, sure, yeah, not uh, not fun. Well, I don't I don't know what you're actually referring to. <laughs> oh, you really don't? Okay, you're no, not. Doing I've it never back. heard of a fucking wrapping up. Uh, okay, life. so well, you do it. Yeah, you're you you're probably more experienced than I am. Well, I'm actually less experienced with it because up in New York, all our pipes are like kept internal, so we don't uh, have true. to wrap them. That's true. Oh, you mean like house pipes? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they don't freeze and burn. Yeah. So for, okay. So for instance, like here. Your two sets of pipes that you're really going to need to pay attention to is, yeah, most ours are internal, but then like, you know, uh, instance like outside faucets, right? Or if you have some sort of like it, it, just any pipe outside. So you have to put like special covers over your faucets. You got to wrap up any exposed, you know, PVC pipes or anything. You got to make sure like, uh, so for like the shop we have here at our house, okay. it has a lot of exposed pipes outside because there's a whole like, you know, hook up to, you know, for garden hoses and stuff kind of thing. In the winter, you you literally have to turn off the water, and we have a special cutoff valve to drain all the water from within the shop. So it's a, it's a little bit of a it, it is kind of funny. There there's a little bit of the like uh, the cold weather ritual, you know, like right. when you see like when you you gonna get that freeze, you got to bring house plants in, you got to go cut off the water, you got to go cover the faucets. There's a whole little ritual. Um, yeah, man. It's, it, it, no, as it's, far it's as like, interesting uh, to me that your faucets are something that have to be dealt with because it might just be a difference in like construction codes and whatnot. Because whatever for whatever reason, up in New York, like our faucets are fine. I, you can fucking run those bitches I, in winter and everything. It doesn't I, matter. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, maybe it's just one of those things that is like it's not a thing, but people just kind of do it just in case. I I really don't know. Um, 
It's 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 rough though. It's rough though. So, hmm. I mean, if it was like Wild. just a section of exterior pipe that didn't have an outlet or something, I feel like I would just leave it wrapped year round instead of having yeah. to take it off. You know. But, well, so I mean, yeah, but sometimes it, you know it can decay or you know the because it's on the elements the tape. See, when you what, since away. we were talking about car, kind of car pipes. and road stuff before that, I was like kind of thinking in terms of wrapping pipes. I was like, oh god, is this like a tailpipe thing or something? Oh, like, no. oh god, wrap my tailpipe. And, like, what, and what thankfully, thankfully, I I don't think. Uh, maybe yeah. except for certain parts of the actual mountains themselves, you're never gonna have to like do snow tire stuff up there, which is pretty good. Yeah, I think if I want to go into like the deep mounds, yeah. there's times where it's recommended, but yeah, but yeah, um, down in the valley, I don't think you ever gotta worry about it. I think here, because any snowfall pretty much seems to melt by the next day. I think like mm-hmm. I don't think that ever becomes like a yeah a major issue. Yeah, uh, the the worst the worst you're gonna get up there. Yeah, it's going to be that stuff like where most of it melts or, you know, if it does, if it's not all melted, if it's if something where it's, you know, still very cold or still coming down, it's not really accumulating on the roads. Right. Because you got to you got to for really to accumulate on roads. You're right. It has to like overcome like the internal warmth of the planet. So you have to have like that. Asphalt, you, especially yeah. because of asphalt being a good conductor too. Yeah. It's, it, you know the albedo effect; it's black, so it yeah. makes it uh, you know. Like so you, you have to have like consistent like single digit weather for like right. weeks to get to that point where. Well, it's and, like, and I'm glad of that too because the yeah. areas where it does get caked up with with the uh, snow, <laughs> it's like. In, in those places, that's where you get into the uh, like the street salting, and I don't yeah. want my car getting no. fucked up like that. No, so. no, 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 no. And and it, like I, you know, when I, whenever I'm looking at like the weather and stuff, I, I, I you know, I, I tab over to Maryvon. I'm like, yeah, that's nice because like, you know, it's it's never like too hot that y'all are gonna have a rough one Wednesday. Looks like it's gonna get up to 95, but yeah, it never gets I don't go too hot. Often anyway, so, and yeah. then it's never gonna be that cold either right so they're saying yeah, I mean, right. it seems like the snow day sucks. it was like it's like 85 ish but like extremely humid so oh god outside, yeah but... we had one of those to uh monday and today no tuesday yeah monday and today and uh no those are yeah not ideal <laughs> my god my the weather app that i'm using now gave me like a warning this morning about like a particularly muggy weather and it's, yeah it's the thing where like i think the peak today or at least my particular weather like readout thing was 92 like temperature wise but the heat index with the humidity made it feel like 107 or something yeah <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right we're, yeah, yeah we are kind of having we're having like a rough summer but not like a consistently rough summer it's coming in like waves so you'll have like you'll have like a week or two where it's just like it's normal but then you have a weekend it's like oh jesus it's weird though, because I mean, I've gone outside on some hotter days, and like, I still haven't been that miserable. Like, I thought it'd be worse. Yeah. Um, like, I wouldn't want to work in it, you know. Like, I wouldn't want to be doing outdoor like hard labor. Yeah. But that's unlike I'm unlikely to. I I would honestly rather just I'd rather just keep doing like retail or something than doing like manual labor in a, in a warm climate. Anyways, I'd, right. I'd, I'm fine with that, but that's not really a choice I have to make. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I that's it's not, not like a, a it's not a choice you have to make yet. Hmm. Mm. Well, I mean, really, put... I'd prefer it's never a choice he has to make because I prefer, I prefer old boy to get a job that pays well enough that he's kind of stops being a Jew about his money. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What, what's a Jew? And, 
What's a what's uh, a chew? Well, what's a he, chew? He chews he chews onto his money in like a way that old, old boy doesn't. That old it's boy's like, willing to live in a shack his whole. It's life. like chewing the fat, right? Oh you boy, get a little bit of money, right, yeah. and you just you chew on it forever, right? I, 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 I really, I really him, stretch a dollar, you know. I, I want yeah. him to elevate from beyond literal like inch of cotton on the floor to sleep on <laughs> willing to live in like a 10 by 10 shack in the woods with <laughs> rainwater as his only water source i i wanted to Wait, make rainwater is good water keep, man that's clean stuff there's no fluoride that in that i wouldn't slight rainwater man that's just good for you oh uh, i mean and it depends on the rain bro there's there's some pretty toxic rain out there it's okay i mean you you got filters and and you know hey that rain's getting into your other like municipal water supply anyways so Wait, who who has toxic water? Well, like, I, mean, I guess there's... if you have like acid rain and shit like that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if if you got enough smog in your skull, well, the rain takes that shit. Ideally, off. ideally not living in an area that has a lot of smog, but you know, yeah. Which uh, Knoxville not really known for smog production, I don't think. Right, right. I'm just saying, like, not not all. I mean, our rain's probably good rain, but not all rain's good. Right, rain. right. Well. Out here, I feel comfortable drinking rainwater. I guess. Anyways, um... now speaking speaking of being stingy with your money, I heard y'all went somewhere this week to eat that uh, not so great on your wallets. Why don't y'all uh, Why don't y'all tell us about CM Punk's certified <laughs> fresh chicken hut? That's not what it was called. What was it, it called? I I well, it was just CM Chicken, but I wish it was run by CM Punk because that would have made it way probably better. be better value, yeah. honestly. Especially the interior entertainment would have been much better. Yeah, oh man, yeah. that's I think that's the funniest part to me right there. Uh, just you, you go ahead and just go ahead and run down the story because this is this right, is a so good one, and I don't want to CM Chicken. It it's in Farragut, so if you're familiar with the area, you know you kind of know what the area's like. But so we pull up. Uh, now, I believe Prude and I both went into this expecting it to kind of just be like a fast food kind of joint. Yeah, but like fast casual. That's, that's the yeah. that's the like when we were just looking at it on Google Maps last week. That was the that's what I got from it as well. So right, so we yeah. pull up and no, it's full on sit down joints. Like, oh really? That kind of threw me off. That that's bizarre, but all right. I mean, we're here to try it. <laughs> You so looked a little we'll uncomfortable at first. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was expecting just like get chicken, go up to town on it and dip. But instead of like, oh, here, here's this whole sit down thing. Oh, and then he like had to go through the whole, oh, you a first time fucking. First Dude, time he here. gave like, us like a fucking like a lecture. Their, like their menu is legitimately like five items. So I don't really understand why he had to give us a whole lecture on the menu. But I think it was whatever. I think it was like explain the technicalities of what each dish was because there's like some like some Jim Juke terms that they use, but it's like, sure. I, can, I can just read the description on the menu. It says it. So anyway, we, we, I guess we'll go into the, the, what the experience in the restaurant was like before the food. So I'll, from where I'm sitting at the table, I've got two big TVs basically pulling up my whole uh, point of view. I can't really turn around, like see anything else without fully turning around. And on both screens for the entirety of my visit, I got to enjoy fucking K-pop music videos. Which, you, which as everyone knows, for context here, Tony, huge K-pop guy. I think I might be the biggest anti-K-pop guy in the planet. Oh, he's an anti. Oh, he's an anti. I am an wow. anti. Well, honey, especially hashtag the male sorry, videos. hashtag Tony is over party. Yeah. 
the fucking BTS cucks can come at me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Jesus. Based? I, Based? I, hear, I hear I'll actually get paid for them giving me Twitter impressions these days, so. That's wow. true. That's true. Hey, maybe that's maybe that's your road. Yeah, I just yeah. get I just get the fucking K-pop stands enraged. I'll, I'll say it's not hard. Money. It's not hard. That aspect of the interior for the restaurant wasn't as bad for me because from my point of view, looking the other direction, I was watching like a Japanese like, pastry making show or something. <laughs> that sounds a lot better. <laughs> it yeah, was a lot like, better. I don't know if you're familiar, but like a relatively popular YouTube video kind of thing is just like showing street food of like korean food and i guess different asian street food being prepared yeah. i guess this one was like a bit more professional but it was in the same vein as that which i guess isn't too shocking that, that that's kind of their thing but i mean kind of weird to have on but whatever so yeah, yeah that whatever. was kind of the that was kind of what we had to view while in the store relatively small place uh so we placed our order for the chicken we both got the tendies i got the Garlic spicy. I believe Prude got the garlic soy. Yeah. And uh, and now this is where the whole not being fast food kind of sh- like shook me again because it was kind of a long wait to get our plate of tendies. Yeah, which is when you serve like literally only a couple things, you think that they'd kind of just be rotating it constantly and just kind of getting it out fast. But like, I feel like Honestly, I, I don't know the actual amount of time we were waiting for the food, but I felt like it was way too long for fucking breading up some pieces of chicken and throwing them in the deep fryer. And I feel like they would have, like, prepped a lot of it. Just, like, ready right. for the fryer. Um, Yeah, and, I, I mean, just in general, like, the whole concept of the restaurant, if I was running that place, I would have done, like, just... I would serve just tindies or something and then eliminate the lobby and just go, like... We're fast casual now. You come in, you order tendies. They're going to come out fast because that's the only fucking thing we serve. And then we just fry them and sauce them with whatever sauce you want. And you leave. Like, I feel like that would be a much more streamlined business model. Anyways. I, I mean, they, they could even keep the lobby. Just, like, move their whole, like, cashier desk to have to the, like, back wall where the food was coming out of. And just... Well, yeah, it's such a small restaurant, too. Right? And, su- and such a simple... Yeah, that's the thing. is like, you, there's no need to employ waiters. Just have... A one person ringing up people and like that'd be nicer for the customers because that's the other thing is like well, I think we're getting to it but the place wasn't the cheapest either no it was not it was I think so it was like three dollars for a soda that's where they get and you man my, they do and then but then I think my plate of eight I think it was chicken tenders was seventeen dollars or something along that I, I think it was I think pre-tax those the tender plates that we got are supposed to be like 15 but then you add in the fucking billion dollar soda and then you add in tax and then tip and it's like you're looking at 20 plus dollars for everything That's and ridiculous. now I will say like it did taste good but not that price good and certainly not something I would ever be going out of my way to come back for I, I'd say it's like a, I would say as far as chicken goes, it was probably a little bit above average in terms of like, like being decent fried chicken, right? But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of above average chicken that doesn't that costs like half as much. Like I would also be happy just going to fucking Popeyes and eating fried chicken for half the price, you know? Like I don't, you know, I I don't know. I feel like it's just one of those things that like, it's because all things Korean are hot right now. I feel like they're kind of betting on the kind of hype right. factor to drive people to come there. 
And it's like, yeah, I mean, you know, there was some like middle aged dude who said he's a regular at the fucking place that I overheard. Right. That's there were also some like some, some uh, actual Asian people in there too. So if we go. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. Like, overall, it was just like, it, well, and the other thing that like annoyed me was that like, I feel like the attendees they gave me were smaller than they should have been for the price. <laughs> like, yeah, like we, we did see that couple like sitting to our my right your left they had a massive plate of attendees Dude, they probably they probably paid like 100 bucks for their fucking meal it was a lot of food probably like i i saw that plate and i was kind of expecting that to be what a single order looked like like each they had two different types and I was well yeah when you're charging a bunch for fucking chicken tenders it's like i, I want piled high dude like yeah and, and like they gave us a decent amount like you you didn't actually finish your serving you had leftovers but like I, I still would have like a couple more attendees at the size they served me at least for the price. I, I would have as well. And um, and just I don't know, like you know, I guess we know now. And like like I said in chat the other day, like we could have saved some money and probably have a nicer experience actually if we just if we just made it a, a hood meal right and we just ordered takeout and then didn't have to tip <laughs> and then just yeah. got drinks at the gas station right there. Like that probably would have been like like because dining in doesn't add anything it's like well the place is so small why do you need fucking waiters you people just go up and get their food you don't need waiters in a place like that the menu's simple and it's like two by two like it's a tiny little building you don't need fucking waiters there add a self-serve refill thing you know you don't need waiters and, and yeah i better be able to self-serve my fucking diet coke or whatever when i'm paying like a billion you know i'm paying like four dollars for a fucking glass anyways I think the uh, the one thing I did like that was kind of new to me was they had like plastic gloves to use. Like, yeah, it was clever. Up. I enjoyed that more than I anticipated being able to glove up and not even because, you know, I'm a big, big fan of if I eat something saucy or greasy or whatever, I, I usually feel like I just have to go wash my hands to feel clean enough to go do something else. Like I don't want to touch stuff with my greased up hands because like right. like the shitty little fucking napkins they give you is never enough. That kind of helps that aspect. Um, so I did like that, yeah. But yeah. Um, after that place, though, and by the way, there's some interesting restaurants around there. There's like the French Bakery or whatever, right? Like, yeah. Like some we, other we were looking stuff. on it, the map list. I mean, there's just yeah. everything out there. Yeah. There's a lot of options. And that's another thing that kind of kind of scorns me about the fact that we that we went to this place and had like a you know not the worst experience but like subpar to right. our expectations um but we did then after that go to costco yeah and uh where you shit yourself so so the rumors say right. uh you have to listen to the end of this episode to actually find out the that's truth. that's right yeah i forgot about that um you know until for now it's more of like it's a little more of like when the shitty like TV shows cut to break and they're like, after the break, did Prude shit himself or not? Keep watching. You know, it's like that yeah, kind of thing. Right. Um, anyways, so we go to Costco. Um, I'll let Tony give his account of it, but when I first got there, I forgot my the, the whole thing that I actually wanted to go for in the first place was returning the laptop I bought for the trip. <laughs> and uh, I forgot. God, and, and we parked at like the far end of the parking lot, so I had to go back in. And he had to sit there and wait. Well, like I, because he went into the main entrance, and and like I had to go back, grab the return, then go to the separate entrance for the return line. So Tony was waiting there for like probably like ten or more minutes, 
while. It was a while. Yeah. But, uh, you know, once, once that was done, we were in. So it went down all the aisles, you know, a lot of interesting things. Um, I don't know if, if Tony has any particular impressions of the place that he wants to give. Um, I mean, Costco, I think it's kind of in the same vein as Bucky's and that like it's kind of absurdly big. But it was a real busy Costco day, serves, too. It was, yeah. And Costco, I guess, does serve the purpose of being all like bulk shit. So it kind of makes sense that it has to be so big. But it, it still felt, especially with like all its own like personal Costco brands that are at the store, it does yeah, feel like Kirkland a little and bit cultish. Yeah. Well, here's the, the, I mean, the tricky thing with Kirkland brand stuff is that most of their Kirkland products are name brand stuff rebadged for cheaper because the name brands don't want cheap in their brand, but they'll sell for cheaper under the uh, the Kirkland right, label. Right. And like, I didn't really get much in terms of actual stuff. I think beyond like a pack of muffins and then a, a product we'll discuss in further length later. But yeah. well, the muffins were were two packs of six, and they're big muffins. Two packs of six for uh. For ten bucks or whatever, so we each got a pack of the vanilla chocolate chip ones. Right, and those were good. Those those were tasty. I ate them all. But uh, yeah, I finished mine today too. <laughs> yeah, just the whole being bulk thing is like, and I kind of didn't need anything all that much at the moment. So the the thought of buying bulk goods was not really like, yeah, I don't really need any of this. I'm not gonna. Well, spend and, and you're seeing it with like my situation right now because I bought that rotisserie chicken. It's like I'm almost like I'm almost forced to eat just rotisserie chicken meals for several days because otherwise I'm gonna waste it. You know, <laughs> it's like it gets right. old. It's a, it's the situation where I'm looking forward to finishing the rest of like the the Jimmy Jongas I made from it so I could go and eat some fucking like fast food slop or something instead to like in a day or two <laughs> just to have a, a change of pace. Um, right, but like. Yeah, it's it's hard as uh, people without like big families or whatever to buy bulk stuff, and especially when you only have a limited amount of storage space too. Like, in the, especially for cold stuff, because the fridge here is not the biggest, you know. Um, and uh, so, like for Costco, it's like either either if you have the use case of shopping for bulk food goods, or because they do have a lot of stuff like TVs and like appliances and cookware and stuff. If you need that sort of thing in particular, it's a pretty good stop but like that wasn't really anything that we needed at this time yeah um but yeah so proceeded through the store they didn't have and so it was a busy sunday evening i i think a lot of i think it was busier than i expected because i think a lot of people might go do their shopping for the week after church or something um because the line was pretty nuts um not and I think because it's a little bit later in the day and maybe Sundays are just lighter, but like they didn't have as many samples as usual, which is usually a major part of the Costco experience. Is that like oftentimes in the food sections, almost every aisle at the end of it, you'll find somebody serving samples. At least it used to be that way. I don't know if maybe it yeah, changed. We only had like three different things we could sample. Right. Two of them well, weren't even worth trying to me. Well, and I wonder if maybe because I haven't gone in person that many times since like the baby flu shit. So like maybe it's also just been paired back for that but it might have been the case that because they closed a little bit early on sunday and it's you know i don't know but when they have the samples in in mass you know when they have a lot of them it's always a fun little experience of sampling stuff occasionally it convinces me to buy something too um but uh yeah so i get well before we checked out right we went to the snack section and that's where we got the other product i think you were alluding to yeah the uh reese's peanut butter cup animal crackers Right. So what are your thoughts on those? 
honestly one of the best Reese's products out there. And like just in yeah. general, a very high tier dessert. Right. I think they're quite good too. I mean, like like you said, they, the calories on those things rack up fast because you can eat you can eat a lot of them if you let yourself. And it's like you said, it's like 120 for four or something, I think. Um, I think it was 150 for four. Jesus Christ. It like, you know, they're definitely good enough that you can really chow them down if you let yourself. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I agree. They're pretty good. I mean, it's like you get the classic Reese's peanut butter and chocolate flavor, but, but the texture of the animal cracker in the middle for the extra crunch is kind of a nice addition. Um, I enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not not a bad buy and i've only seen them sold at costco so far so i don't know if unless tay was able to find them at other stores i didn't go today i'm going tomorrow so okay let you know well let us know if you find them um anyways we checked out uh we go to self-checkout because it was faster because everybody else was waiting like an hour to get to their non-self-checkout it was weird that we went to self-checkout and then some lady that worked there still like checked us out anyway so yeah it was very uh, bizarre like I, I guess they were I trying like, to get like uh, slow boomers through faster. Oh shit! But it's just like, but like, wouldn't it be more that's efficient because the other line? It's oh sorry, I'm, I'm, I've got page screen open. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I see it. Um, it's just though because it's like if if the other lanes are so backed up, why don't you have the people helping on the self checkout just go open more lanes? <laughs> like yes, I don't know. Um, it's very bizarre. But we got but through checkout then, fast. So that was. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. And then we went to the food court. Um, and I'll, I'll let Tony explain what he got, maybe. And you can. All right. So my first time at the Costco food court, this has been very hyped up to me over the years. You know, the old dollar fifty hot dog and soda and then the pizza and whatnot. Mm. So I got a slice of pepperoni pizza, you know, the classic. And I did also get the uh, hot dog combo to have later. And a churro, right. I guess. Mm hmm. Uh, my first impression of the pizza slice was that I th I honestly thought it was two when it came out because it they they don't choke around. Yeah, because we both pizza. ordered one. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty sweet. And it, the the guy was like, "We got another one coming," <laughs> and yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's one pizza slice." Okay, so yep. pizza quite solid. Uh, it's one ninety nine for that for that big slice. Yeah, yeah, one ninety nine for a big slice, like ten bucks or for ten a for the whole pizza. pizza. Yeah. So it's definitely the type of deal where if I lived within oh, like 10 minutes of a Costco, I would honestly probably hit it up for a full pizza, like instead of going to Domino's because right. they're much larger pizzas than Domino's. So that's a pretty good deal. To make. Right. Uh, hot yeah, dog I, I had I think next day. Good. Uh, so mm -hmm. this was a reheated in the microwave situation, and I still thought it was pretty good for the uh, day later reheated hot dog. So that was yeah. pretty solid. What I like to do when reheating those, like dogs in general, I like to put the the meat, you know, the the dog itself in the in the microwave first for a little bit, and then put it in the bun and microwave it again, uh, so that the the bread doesn't get overcooked or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I did both and then removed the bun partway through. So like, I guess it's okay, the it's the, re the reverse method. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm a huge fan of the dogs. I mean, you know, it's just a hot dog. There's only like, it can only be so good. And I've had very few bad hot dogs in my life, but, uh, for the value, you know, you get the one fifty dollar fifty for the, the, that big, it's a pretty large dog. And then you get a, a drink too. So it's always a good value. Sadly though, yeah, they don't have the onion dispenser anymore because of baby flu, which was a big part of the enjoyment for me. Anyways, go on. 
Yeah, I was going to say, like, for me, like, being kind of the picky eater I am, I'm actually very specific about hot dogs. I feel like, like, some hot dogs to me just have a very overpowering flavor, which I just don't enjoy. Mm, really? <laughs> but the, okay. the Costco hot dog, like, its its flavor was subtle enough that it was very good to me, so. I, I like it because it, it's, it's like, yeah, it's not overly... Like I think some might just have like a certain sort of spice in them or something where it creates a particular flavor profile. Um, theirs is maybe yeah, you're right. It's like subtle, but it still has like a substantial kind of meatiness to it too. It's not like uh, it's not too extreme in any direction, but it's not fully bland either. Um, and then what were your thoughts on the churro? Uh, churro was pretty good. I honestly haven't had that many churros in my life to compare, but like, right, it was a pretty standard like. Like uh, I don't know, like crunchy cinnamon sugar pastry, right? Um, yeah, I've always liked the churros. I think they changed them actually in the last few years. I haven't. I don't know if I've had one since then, but it looked like it's still pretty good. Um, and then I I got also the slice of pep. Like like we're saying, the one the first one that came out looked like it could have been two slices. Like I knew they had big slices, but I thought maybe they're like, oh, you ordered two, so we have like this one big slice that looks like two slices. But then he's like, oh, we got another one for you. And they brought out the second one. So we both had a big ass like pepperoni pizza. Um, I got I also got a dog. I should combo. also say my my slice of pepperoni pizza was fresh out of the oven. So that was yeah, you, you were <laughs> you were struggling with that. Dude. It, was, it was it was pretty hot looking. Well, the, and that's why we had to wait for the second slice was because I think my slice was the last of the previous one that was sitting there. And then they put the fresh one on and grabbed his slice off of that. So it was like, yeah, um, and then, uh, so I got that. I got the dog combo as well. Save the dog, like we were saying. Uh, but I, the drink was useful there because of the pizza. Um, I got, it's probably a mistake. I got the, like the, the soft serve, like, uh, ice cream chocolate sundae or whatever. Um, and it's a, it's a big fucking cup of soft serve, dude. It's like, it's a lot. Like after you, after you, cause we already had fried chicken earlier, right? And then we ate the pizza and then, like I would have been happy with, like half that much sauce, but I knew it was a big one. But like I also don't like wasting food, so I had to eat the whole thing. And I was I was kind of hurting by the end of that. It was a lot of ice cream. Um. Anyways, I mean, not much to review on my end because I've had it all before, and I like it all. It's all pretty good for the price. Um. However, there is <laughs> the elephant in the room during that situation <laughs> was the shoe lady. <laughs> uh. Oh yeah, the, the shoe lady. Wow. So this, this elderly yeah. old lady sits down next to us at some point. So like they got like your standard uh, like plastic park bench tables that are like two tables shoved together. So we're mm. at one, and this lady sits on the far end of the other one. It's like some space between us, but uh, she's clearly in earshot of what we're saying and whatnot. So like <laughs> yeah. we we'd been there for I don't know like five ten minutes and like. Just, chatting about shit and i guess at one point we we started calling it slop and whatnot yeah <laughs> and out of fucking nowhere this lady i remember her exact line but she just turns to us and says like something something slop and like she, she was like <laughs> she's like that's some good slop huh yeah i think that's what it was, it was like and yeah. we didn't say it at the time but after we left you're like did she really just fucking say slop to us right um well it wasn't just that it was like she was also asking us about if we liked her shoes and stuff and it was like a situation yeah. where we're like we weren't gonna shit on i mean they were fine shoes i think they look nice but like she's like asking us for our opinions and i don't know it was, was kind of weird but 
she was nice enough. It was just How, such a, a lady. This is an old lady. Yeah, old like, lady. She, she was like probably sixties or older. Oh, it looked like the sixties kind of lady. Yeah. Okay, that's weird. It, it was yeah, very well, and then her husband was there too. So. Oh. Yeah, her, well, her her husband was picking up their pizza. Oh. Okay. So she like did this whole conversation before the husband showed up. So. Well, uh, uh, let me let me put this let me put this in uh let me put this in context, right? So you you I know you too. You know, you're Tony, New York. Prude from California. Uh here in the South, we we do something called being friendly and talking to other human beings. <laughs> so I understand why you two might have been mixed up on this for a second. But here here down in the South. We just talk to strangers like they're our friends because they essentially are. So, well, I mean, nice. we were friendly to the lady. It's not like we were yeah, like, no, 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 no. I'm just saying it's like y'all seem confused, but to me, that's like that's well, Tuesday. I think it's just, the main like, thing that really threw me off was just her saying "slop." As okay, a woman of her that, well, you ever yeah, have those situations where, where the situation starts in a way that's a little like surreal, and then it kind of like paints the rest of the interaction, you know, because you're still true. trying to like process the first thing that's that happened. True, yeah. That's good. Like, slop. That kind of, like, oh. <laughs> the yeah. first thing she said to us was that's good slop and that's just not something i ever would expect like a 60 year old woman to well <laughs> okay okay again and this is actual real context i mean to call something slop i mean is not you know out of the you know out of common vernacular really right you know especially among no, uh, sure, especially sure. among country people right so she probably heard it and she you know she went you know when she heard that's good slop, she probably thought that's something my dad would say, you know, you know, some, some sure. old, some old backwoods farmer going out and, you know, throwing literal slop to his pigs and comes back in the house. Said, well, and to be fair, we were slopping his, his wife has him a big old country, country dinner. And he goes, that's good yeah. slop, old woman. And she just that's laughs and sure. kind of hits him, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's not. I get, I get sure, it. Sure. But again, no, yeah, yeah. Again, to two like godless a... Yankees, I understand why that would be weird. <laughs> to me, well, it would yeah, have been. Yeah. I would have just gone, yes, well, ma'am. And then the, then hold on, the, hold on. Like the particular. Okay. Y'all did refer to her as yes, ma'am, right? Oh no. Well, so here's the thing. Like, oh no, well, we're pretty sure all this this led up to her like asking about her fucking shoes, which Prude said they were nice. Like, honestly, in my opinion. They were kind of mid. They were kind of they were kind of a what are those situation. God. He had on like these gray, I don't know, fucking Adidas they were or like, New Balance. They're like Nike shit. or something, and like, but I like them because they have the knit upper. I like knit. The knit right, shoes. right. Here's, I mean, right, but here's the but, thing. So here's the thing. Okay. No, I'm not done describing the shoe yet. Now, okay. like the bottom of the shoe, like the rubber bits, was like this fucking ugly purple and orange mix. And I just wasn't feeling it. It was like it was kind of pastel, though. It wasn't that bad, right? But here's the thing: she was your elder, though, and you have to say yes, ma'am. Those are very nice shoes. But, uh, I mean, honestly, I don't think I'm ever gonna do that because. Well, you know, honestly, maybe you should like, go sir, back to where really the fuck you back, came like, from, then. Well, it just you know, it feels it it, it uh, inflames my wagey PTSD. And if you're I'm not if sure you're I'm if you're gonna come here and not adapt to our values and our way of life and our way of doing things, well, you can get back in your little Prius or your little Tesla and you can drive your ass all the way back to California. 
Well, here's the thing. You know As funny? a full-blooded Italian that embraces my heritage of being both Italian and Southern, I speak how I speak, and I can't be helped. Okay, you have an excuse. You have an excuse. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm letting you off the hook on this one. You, you're good. But you just Prude, gotta have a backstory, brother. Yeah, Prude. No, that's strike one. No, they they accept it for me because I, I, look, I look like a good old boy. I strike one. They look at me and they're like, you know, this this pale fellow, he's one of us. I oh, strike one. No, here's a, here's the thing about Prude Thay. Like, he's bald, so they probably think he's around their age anyway. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. And and you've called me old, so. So actually, maybe she should have been calling me, sir. Damn, I didn't think about that one. No, okay, now that's no. that strike one. And you gotta watch okay. out, because strike three, you get sent to Kate's Cove. Mm. And you don't want to get sent to Kate's mm. Cove. You, you know what's wild, though, is when we were driving into the parking lot, we actually saw a Tesla with the California plates. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um... says Yankeeism and Californiaism have no excuse. True. Very true. And real. Yeah, no. I, I'm a very the respectful biggest person. downside to Costco was like, I know yeah. it's in like the Farragut, which is kind of was the Knoxville area, was uh, the. How do I put this in YouTube and kick terms? We're not on. You're not on YouTube, right? <laughs> We're just on kick? We're just on kick because YouTube's all fucked up. Or not YouTube. Uh, all right, restreams you, restreams all, up. all fucked up. Right, right. Yeah. Well, there, there were a lot of. Uh, not people of reparations, but it was, it was diverse. There, there were a lot of people of tech support in the in the building. really, yeah, which kind of threw me off. Huh? I get the sense that Farragut though is kind of that direction from Knoxville. It's kind of where the Asiatic elements of the population here might congregate, um, based on the restaurants and based on what we saw, and I think it even lines up with the chart we were given by science. So. And, I mean, by Asiatic, I mean that means multiple things. The, the the Jim Juke faction, right? But then there's the uh, the Pooh and Lou faction, right? Among others, um, and even you know, you might even get a little bit of little little bit more darkness too compared to down here. I'm sure, but uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't so, I mean, that part wasn't so bad. Mostly, mostly my beef is that to get up there and go to places like Costco or if, or if I ever want to go to Trader Joe's or like the uh, the restaurants up there it's just kind of far for just a casual drive like it I mean it's not that bad it's like a half an hour each way but also Farragut even more so than Maryville has a lot of like funky like left turns with weird rules like it's not just an unprotected left or a protected left it's like conditional I don't know like I'll be real with you, dude. I unless it says a sign that says no left on whatever, like you just fucking go. Sure. That's that's kind of the way it is on this side of the country. Like you just go unless yeah. there's something that says you can't go. You just go. Yeah, you just go, man. Well, I mean, you. I mean, you still can't go on red, though. You know. Right. You can't. Obviously, you can't take a left on red, but like. Even if, as long as there's not a red or a sign saying "Don't do it," you just go. Right. Okay. Well, that's that's fair. I mean, you know, but like, but their particular thing up there was specifically, it was like something about yellow lights, right? It was like they had a 
different different indicator for uh I don't remember what the exact the actual text of the sign was, but it was like something different than down here. Like I get down here from what I've gathered, uh people will treat any left as at least an unprotected left, regardless, unless they're specifically forbidden, but it was like some other stipulation that they had on the sign up. It's not a big deal. I just I'm getting used to all the different like the different road aspects over here. But uh let's see. Yeah, I mean, so well, you still got your California plates. You might as well do what you want because they're gonna think you're an asshole anyway. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, um, oh, I mean, so that's the Costco story. Otherwise, uh, what else? What else was there for food chat this week? Well, I made, I made with my leftover history stuff. Like I was saying, I made chimichangas. Uh, oh, he, oh, I've, he, oh, he, Chongin. I'm Chongin. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I, of course, you know. In my family, typically it's like chicken, whether it's just chicken we made or rotisserie chicken or whatever. I think rotisserie chicken is more common these days because it's just so convenient to pull a rotisserie chicken and it's like pretty, pretty tasty meat for filling. Mm -hmm. um, but I like to do that. For mine, I like cheese. And actually, I added uh, beans to mine too, as, as well as, you know, seasonings on the chicken and stuff. Oh, oh he beaning. Yeah. Um, Eating beans. <laughs> In my, it, historically in my family we just do meat and cheese on the inside though um and then i fry them up right and then i like on top um i like sour cream i like guac i like salsa oh he guacin and then if 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 it's convenient enough i also sometimes do lettuce on top but i wasn't feeling like cutting up ahead of lettuce and then the pre-shreds up at walmart it was looking pretty rough so i didn't buy any of that um but uh yeah so i made some of made some of those yesterday and today pretty good i believe tony had one that i prepared with just with just the meat because he doesn't like cheese oh my god or beans Based. um cringe so listen, so I, listen it was a seasoned chicken wrapped in a fried tortilla like tortilla you don't need you don't need cheese or beans oh, oh, oh i oh i see i see so you're doing the the uh you know what what, what is it Crap. What? What's, what's the saying is like oh you need more <laughs> let me guess you need more yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um i don't know okay well, all right i'm on board now well and, and you know i'm sure i'm sure it was fine that way i wasn't like i told him i wasn't sure how how good it was gonna be because for me the the, the chonga -ing, you know um is or chongan if you will he had to put the california on it Mm -hmm. It wasn't the california look you go to a mexican restaurant here and you order a chimichanga it's gonna have shit piled on top too like like it, it's well, actually it's actually shouldn't... more of a it's more of a tax mex dish than like California mm. actually but mm. why because it didn't have French fries in it that's not really the only defining thing about Californian style Mexican food either I can mm. make a chimichanga with French fries though if you want mm. I mean mm. uh, what 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 day mm. what mm. nothing oh, go, go on just nothing spill just it. nothing spill it. just uh, just interesting you'd say that hmm. interesting the interesting I'd say what interesting you'd say that interesting you would bring that up hmm what? Hmm? I don't even know which line you're referring to. Interesting, you'd interesting that you would say it that way. Say it. I don't know. I'm just fucking with you. Okay, 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 okay. Um. Well, anyways, for me, like, I mean, if I go to a Tex-Mex restaurant now, I order chimichanga. I'll get something that has a pretty, pretty beefy feeling of many aspects. It'll probably have cheese and pro and some in, in many cases beans and sometimes even some vegetables on the inside in addition to the meat. 
it's fried up. They'll put the same sauces on top. Um, usually, unless you tell them not to. It's 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 not just Californian. Anyways, um, so it seems Tony didn't mind his basic his basic bitch Jonga. Uh, I wouldn't eat it that way, but I respect the I'm fact saying that uh, it wasn't the basic bitch Changa, but the peak authentic Changa at its core form of right. what what really makes the base of the Changa that makes right. it an edible food. I don't For need sure. any of the additional fluff. I consume the Changa as the Lord intended. I just it's like a little bit dry that way, but I don't know. Based? Oh, that, based? that would mean that you're using dry-ass chicken, which you weren't, so it wasn't a problem. I guess so. Based? Like maybe some sort of sauce inside would be nice in that situation. Then, like a, like a, like a chicken gravy or something would be good. I don't know. But like, what? It's not like you need sauce whenever you have chicken. Like you can just have chicken. It doesn't need to be sauce. I feel like maybe you need a little bit of a little bit of moisture. Why people don't I feel sauce like you might chicken? Be lost on the sauce. Yeah, that's hey, true. Very true. Very true. The first time. Um, Listen, we we saw some very large containers of uh, the the flavor at Costco. That's true. The, and we saw the the bulk Dukes. And we saw the pallet of Dukes. I didn't buy any of that because I already have a bottle of Dukes from Walmart. But by the way, oh, I I had I think I had Dukes for the first time in the past week because I also made chicken salad with it with some of the rotisserie. Like I had Dukes on the road because I put some on my uh, the burger dog at Loves, but. I tasted it more when it was the main ingredient of the sauce for the uh, the chicken salad, and uh, it's pretty good. Worked for that purpose at least quite well. Um, so so far so good with Dukes. Big fan. Um, let's see what else. What else this week? Jimmy Chonga's was was Zaxby's last week or this week? Like since the last show. Uh, I think we talked about it on the last show. Okay, because that one was controversial. Um, yeah, well, otherwise, uh, I got a, I got a pint of the vanilla cherry uh, bluebell. Uh, last time I went to Walmart, it's pretty good. Haven't had that flavor before. Um, Otherwise, I don't know. Is that it for food chat, or just hey, I mean, food chat? We we've got the whole the whole thing we cracked open before the show. Oh yeah, I so, forgot about that one. Well, I finished my cup of it, and it's like out of my mind. Um, I I could go get more. There's I think there's more, but I don't know if I want more. Um, what are your thoughts on that? So, and it here I should specify is of course the Walmart knockoff Mountain Dew, uh, Mountain Lightning. Because I'm okay with their other knockoff products. I like their knockoff Coke slash Pepsi, which is just the Sam's Cola. I get the diet form. It's okay. The, doc- the Dr. Thunder, the diet Dr. Thunder I've been getting, which is obviously Dr. Pepper analog. Very good. Huge fan of that. I might just buy it forever because I don't see a reason to pay full price for Dr. Pepper when it's that good. Uh, got a two liter of this stuff, the Mountain Lightning, but the diet form because I'm a big diet soda guy. And I cracked it open before the show because I hear that Tony is a major Mountain Dew guy. So yeah, some say I'm the biggest Mountain Dew guy. I've tried all the flavors in existence, but uh right. So how do you feel about this one? When comparing original Mountain Dew flavors, obviously there's the Mountain Dew, the Diet Dew, the Dew Zero, 
And then the only other knockoff I've had is Kroger's Citrus Drop Zero. So, in my opinion, of all the Mountain Dew variations of the original flavor, I honestly think Walmart's is the worst of them. It's fair. I felt like it wasn't a very like on par flavor with what Mountain Dew's offering and even what Kroger's knockoff is like I feel right. is way better. So Which doesn't shock me because I think most people would assume the Walmart knockoff for most procs would probably be the worst of the bunch. So it seems like it tracks. Um like it's it's not undrinkable or anything, but like it's it's definitely a, if I had to make a tier list of Mountain Dew Right. original flavor versions it definitely be at the bottom of set tier list from what right I yeah i mean i'm I'm not super big on lemon lime lime soda in the first place so like this is also part of why i included you on trying this one because i i don't really care for it in the first place any of those types of drinks honestly but uh i mean i'll drink them if they're given to me and uh, if i was like a kid or something and i got this at like a fucking birthday party or something i would not really notice the difference because i don't give a shit i'm just like a stupid ass little kid but uh yeah, as discerning adults, right? We have to note the uh, discrepancies here. And um, I'll say that my biggest problem with this wasn't even necessarily the flavor. I actually feel like it's undercarbonated, which is kind of funky. Hmm. Like, I don't I, I can I don't, see that, but that, I don't that know. It could also just be an aspect of like got a bad batch, unfortunately, or something. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I just. And like, because I don't have Mountain Dew very often, I don't know how it rates in carbonation compared to like colas and stuff like that. But like, I would say that like so this is just a little a tad, un, tad too few bubbles for my taste. I like it. I know, like a nice bubbly soda. In fact, I feel like that's one of the things that uh, because for example, McDonald's has the uh, special the special Coke uh syrup they get. Like, I think it's a little bit better than what other fast food restaurants get. So in addition to their fries, that's one of the nice about going there. Um. I'll say that like one that they do their coke right there, that's good, is it tends to be well carbonated, which I like. Um it, or like if I go to like a fast food or not a fast food, but like a a regular restaurant and I get served soda and I know that's good. Usually that correlates with the syrup is just right, of course, not too much, because then it gets like cloyingly sweet or whatever, and then not too little, because then it tastes like tastes like flavored, you know, uh bubbly water or whatever at that point. Um but if they get the balance of the syrup right, that's one part. But the other part, of course, is the right amount of carbonation. I like a lot of carbonation in one of these. And uh, this particular soda seemed undercarbonated to me, which isn't a problem for the Dr. Thunder. The Dr. Thunder pleases me flavor-wise and carbonation-wise. So it's weird that they missed the mark on this one. Yeah, I do find that two liters bottles in general can be pretty heavily varied in their carbonation amounts. That's fair. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like maybe maybe the control is better for cans. I'll, yeah. I'll definitely say that when it comes to forms of soda in general, um, to me, the best is when a, when a fountain soda is just right. That's usually the best experience, in my opinion. Um, after that, I would say I typically prefer the, the results from cans, um, but they have to be chilled or on ice or something. Um, I would usually say that plastic bottles, including two liters, are probably at the lower end for me. For, so that makes sense. Maybe that's why. Um, yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much the food chat on our end, right? Unless you have something more. But I was wondering if Tay had any food chat this week because we've talked about ours for so much. No, not really. 
I didn't. Really? I didn't no. Yeah, it was, just, it was kind of it was kind of one of those weeks. No um, Blizzy Fest. No. Did I talk about those steaks I did? Was that last week? Did I have those steaks? That I think it might have been this week. week. Oh, was it? Okay. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Shit, these weeks really just blend together. Um, yeah. They, they, it was either last week or the day after last week's show, and I'm too late. It might have been the out. day after last week, but. I don't really remember talking no, about it. I mean, no, 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 no. I remember now. I remember now because I, I went. I, I, I sometimes go back and listen if we had a really good show. I'll go back and listen, and I remember talking about how, uh, talking about my mom and how she used to like. She would if it wasn't like well done. Oh, she would. Yeah. She would. I'd yeah, have to take it was. It, it was on seven seven, which was the day of last week's yeah. show. So. So. Right, that makes sense. Mm. Um. No, no. Anyways, uh, no food chat for me this week. Uh. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, it was kind of it was called kind of all the all the Rocky Top boys this week. Kind of uh kind of odd how that works. Like there's a, like there's a balance of food yeah. chat. Yeah. And like we took it all up this week right. somehow. Yeah. Like the bandwidth for food chat. So Yeah. But if that you is- come up here, the bandwidth is shared between right. the single White House and right. then it's always a good food week. All right. Well, that's crazy um all right so what else we got on the on the docket tonight uh let's check uh we got uh we're gonna we get we got some games to talk about we got right. some uh let's see we, we did that i i can talk about this because i'm actually doing it right now but <laughs> it's actually kind of a fun story so i don't remember what prompted me to start looking into it but i started looking into uh like homebrew and like rooting i don't i don't know the exact phrasing hacking a switch essentially um yeah which you know i'm i'm not i'm not i ain't no stranger to the whole you know homebrew jailbreaking thing yeah i've been doing it for a long time but i've never done it with a switch so started looking into it it's extremely trivial by the way um but what was terrible about it was i ordered all the stuff from amazon from it and and this is kind of a recurring thing amazon's kind of becoming shit like, can we uh, all agree on that? Like, Amazon is becoming shit. It's, it's definitely not as magical as it used to be, right? Like, it's Mm-mm. definitely some of the special sauce has been lost. Yeah. So I ordered, you got to order this little jig because you have to, like, short out the Joy-Con, right? It's it's very sketch. Mm-hmm. It's extremely sketchy how you do it. And it's kind of even, I would even go as far as, say, annoying Oh, very nice, actually. So I, that was that was really good timing, actually, because I just like the whole time I heard I, I was listening to y'all the whole time. I was I was right. listening to y'all the whole time, but I was also working on getting this fixed the whole time. Too. <laughs> I thought you were a little quiet. <laughs> well, no, I just didn't have a lot to interject because y'all yeah, yeah, y'all okay, were okay. you know. Um, so I'm actually gonna plug it back in right now. So, um, I actually got it working. Oh, I can't. I'm gonna have to. Hmm. I don't really know how I'm gonna do that. Whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, I got it working, and uh, I'll I'll, I'll walk you through what happened though, because it was it was kind of annoying. Um. So yeah, I I ordered everything, and the thing that I was the sketchiest about was gonna be the jig, because mm-hmm. like you know when you're shorting out a very expensive piece of hardware, you're that's never that's never ideal. Right, and you fuck up then, yeah. then the jig is up. <laughs> Very nice. So the jig was the least sketchy part of it, somehow. I had to, I also ordered a 256 S, uh, gigabyte SD card. And man. 
So as soon as I open it, I should have I should have just gone no. I'm like I'm not I'm not even gonna bother with this. I open it up and it's like all taped together, and the top is cut off of it, gone totally. Mm. And I went oh my god SD card, uh, micro SD card yeah. I I put it in, boots up, and it's it's already been formatted. It's literally called my SD card, and I go oh no. <laughs> And I noticed this thing has like hella stuff on it. And I go, oh no, this is the ditch CD all over again. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. So I start going through it and I, I open it up on a, what was it? Space sniffer. I think that's the one I, the, the disc sniffer, whatever I use, the one I really right. like. And I pull it up and there's hella video files on here. And I go, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. And I'm like, eh, whatever. I'm, 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 I'm you know, fuck it. We ball. So it's not a crime to look when you don't know, right? I mean, so. yeah. Well, yeah. Anyways, I'm like, what's what's the worst that could happen? And I loaded up, yeah. and it was worse than I thought it could be. Oh, you know, of all the, of all the terrible things it could have been, see, Sam, no, worse. Gore, no, worse. Persona three cutscenes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why would somebody store that on an SD card? <laughs> well, that should be illegal. I looked through the rest of it, and what had happened was the guy had bought it for a very similar purpose. He was jailbreaking his PS Vita, actually, mm. and he had installed the PS uh, Persona Three PS Vita, I guess remake or whatever it was. And I don't know why he sent it back, although I think I have an inkling why. Because I mean, I, I reformatted. I went through the whole thing, went through the whole book, and like right as I got to the end, I put the I put the SD card back in my switch, and it went. Uh, it, it said this this card's corrupt, and it went. No. 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 No, it's not. I I disagree vehemently, and we had a back and forth, and well, it turns out it was right. So I reformatted it again, and then it was just like, have you ever reformat something, and it's just like no. Mm mm. <laughs> I'm done. I was like, "Oh, okay, that's great." So, I had to send them so, back. Amazon sent like you bought a new product, and Amazon sent this to you. Yeah, I bought it. I bought a new product fulfilled by Amazon, shipped from Amazon, and it was a refurb. I guess you could call it. It had it had been used and returned. Yeah. Fucked up. You Extremely like, demanded some Amazon bucks for your. I. Probably should have, but I, that would have, I, whatever. I just, I'm, I'm returning it. I, I have, I have broken even on this. So I go and hit up my, my two best friends, B and H. Prude, you already know. Mm -hmm. yeah. I hit up B and H. Did it take a week to get here? Yes. But the thing is, when you order from B and H, you know you're going to get quality, more or less. Interesting, actually. Usually, usually shipping for them is about as fast as Amazon for me. Oh, no, this Weird. took forever. <laughs> Weird. Um, so I finally got it. I went through the hullabaloo. I had a little bit of a problem trying to figure out the whole, like, because apparently there's, like, levels to the homebrew thing. Like, if you want to do, like, just, like, the, what, you know, the air quotes, like, homebrew thing, it's very easy. But to go beyond it to do what you actually want to do, which is run pirated games, because I, I always I always love that about the homebrew community, because they're like, um, we just want to run our homebrew programs on this. So it's like, no. No, we all know what we're really doing here. We all right. know. We right. all know. 
So you got to go a little bit above and now. That's what I was trying to do there because there's a there's a whole thing about um dumping because because one of the main things I want I was I want to dump the card the cartridge to the SD card because I think one of the most annoying things about the Switch is having to switch out your little cartridges. I hate it. I can't stand it. Like it makes sense on like a console console, right? Because it's always in one place. And it's always going to be right next to your cartridges, your discs. But for a mobile console, it is very annoying, right? Mm-hmm. So the right. number one thing I was I wanted was to be able to do that, and and that was a whole hullabaloo. I actually just got that to work. I got to look a little bit more into how to update it, though. That was kind of strange, but um, but yeah, very very interesting experience. I I would one hundred percent recommend it. I'm now I can run a. So, like I said, I can now, what I can do is I can connect over Wi-Fi and just, like, drag and drop NSP or XCI files, whatever, of uh, whatever game. Boot it up, load it, install it. I can I can dump cartridges. I can run RetroArch. I can run a bunch of different emulators. Not, not really anything newer than, like, a PSP. And I'm not even sure you can run it like a GameCube. Um, because for some reason, I mean, the Switch is, like, not very super duper powerful like no um, it's not right i would have would have been of a lot less work to have just gotten a steam deck yes am i willing to spend steam deck money no so nice little copy you know if i'm being real with you like i know people say it is but i'm not really convinced steam deck is a thing it's a thing mm-hmm. it's just not a thing I thing i i feel like like Oscar has a Steam Steam Deck. Are you gonna argue with that? Really? Are you, are you gonna argue with the Empress of Tomorrow? Uh, who? Oscar, the wrestler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I am because like she she can like spit her demon juice in my face or whatever, but I will argue with her. Okay, well that's based. Well, see, I've heard from ADL that it's the year of the gaming handhelds or Linux no. gaming handhelds. So. Oh no. Poor ADL. Poor ADL. Hmm. Poor ADL. I don't think he's wrong. Yeah, well, I, you know. I don't know, man. Like, y'all been saying it's the year of the Linux X for like five years yeah, now, for multiple decades, actually. But mm-hmm. very true. I like very real handheld gaming, but and I like my Switch. I just don't really like the controllers on the side of the screen. Yeah, I, I'm kind of uh, like it needs to be in the form factor of the DS kind of deal. Where like, yeah, yeah, you man, have I, the controls below the screen. I tell you what, the DS and then the 3DS that was, that was a golden, golden age, and, and and that's not even like a nostalgia thing because I mean when the 3DS came out, I was like in my 20s, so I mean that's like not that's not like a kid yeah. rose color yeah, glasses. The 3DS thing. was the last console I bought. Yeah, the 3DS was really, really, really good. Where's my 3DS? It's actually funny that you mentioned that because I have two handheld consoles on the floor near me. I have my uh, the new 3DS XL because they had like 12 different models yeah. they re- released oh, yeah. over the years. And th- that was like the last one they released, I think. Yeah. It was like the most updated one. Uh, um, I, and, I... Uh, hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, go on because the next thing's different. So, Well, I have, and I'm quite proud of it, actually. I have the limited edition Link between uh, a link, but no, what was the remake for the 3DS? Link Between Worlds. Uh, link Between Worlds was the Link Between Worlds, yeah. Um, 
DS where it's it's like gold and it has like a semi emblazoned Triforce on the on the cover. Yeah, it's yeah, very I cool. I got the same one. Really? Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. That, yeah, that's that's a really cool one. And I like I've never had like a limited edition console before. I wanted for a long time like uh to get the the limited edition um, Wind Waker Wii U, but I never had the money for it. And then like by the time I did have the money for it, like the Switch was out. So it was one of those things. Yeah, it was also like, a Wii U. Yeah, it was also a Wii U. That's a solid point. Um, Wii so I never U was a pretty lame console, honestly. Like, if I could, like, if, in fact, you know what? Hold on. Let's for shits and for the old shits and gigs. You know, y'all, y'all ever, y'all ever had some shits and giggles? Sure, sure. Let's look it up on eBay. Was it when? Hello. There we go. Wind Waker. Wii U. Uh, this is all the game. Oh, here's the console for $83. Oh, that's not bad. I feel like that's not the console. I mean... That doesn't look like... That looks like a black Wii U. That does kind of just look like a black Wii U, right? Yeah. What if you throw console into the search? That's true. Or limited edition or some shit. Oh, here they are. Oh, yeah, they're still still like $200. That's rough. Oh, that's actually, that's actually kind of depressing. I mean, shit, that uh, DS, uh, 3DS we have is like two, three hundred bucks. So no shot. N- Nintendo yep. shit like holds value really well, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't sell it though. Honestly, I wouldn't. Especially sell it. the limited edition stuff. Yeah. Well, the 3DS is like because the design was so good. I feel like it's kind of a timeless model too. Like I feel like yeah. if you really wanted to get into some handheld gaming, you could just pop that open and play some shit on it. Can you? What is the? What is the? What is the jailbreaking on that? Well, I note this actually because I did it. The jailbreaking on the 3ds i actually had a y'all may even remember that i, I actually like i bought like a cart from china oh, yeah. To, like, I able to, yeah to to be able to like play like po- like pirated pokemon games on it and like uh mostly do save editing that was fun yeah but i feel yeah. like i feel like anything you could do on that you could also do on the switch so that's funny i sold all of my like actual physical copies of 3ds games before going to japan like i was trying to downsize my stuff and like just sell off shit i didn't need for extra cash um right. but i still have because th- i was thinking i was going to sell the 3ds too but i didn't get around to it and i still have it and like it still has some like digital copies of games on it yeah um but then the other console i have here is actually the very first gen psp <laughs> which i got for, i got for like my birthday or something when i was you know like fucking 13 or something and uh i never used it for anything except for the fucking gta game it was bundled with <laughs> i never wound up getting anything else for it dang a, a sealed limited edition one is almost 800 jeez sealed, louise dude. people who buy Damn. sealed stuff need to be shot in the face that may sound extreme but i don't think it is there's a point where it gets sketchy too because like you know you don't know if like it's in there and like the battery's swollen or what like yeah. you don't you know yeah yeah, you don't know. You don't know what's going on in there. I mean, it's getting up there in age. Eventually, yeah. that's going to be a consideration. Although, I will say, I for as many old tech items I, as I have had laying around, I've actually not really encountered any battery swelling in any of them, which kind of shocks me. Um, I think the only thing I've had battery swelling in is my PSP. I had a, I had a BlackBerry phone. Oh. in like 2009 
and I found it years later, and it, the battery in it was starting to swell. That's about I feel it. like there's there's one item, and I can't remember what it was. It, it might have been just like disposable batteries, so it doesn't even really matter that much. But I feel like there's one item I've I've found in all my years in my stuff that has like it has that situation where you know because I feel like the newer like proprietary lithium ion batteries and like things like consoles and stuff they swell but they don't usually leak but like mm-hmm. i think disposable batteries when they get old sometimes do leak and that's where you get like the uh like the alkaline corrosive stuff like that yeah. builds up yeah, um, yeah yeah no i get that a i feel lot. like I've, i feel like i've encountered that once but no yeah. i get that a lot well i don't use many items that use like disposable batteries so right that's true that's true so yeah speaking of games though um me and Tony specifically actually have two. Vi- well, I guess you two, for you've been playing it as well. We have, but one is me and Tony specifically. We got we have uh, yeah. two very interesting game things this week. We'll start off with the the, with the one that we can all kind of three talk about. Uh, Tony gave us the absolute seal of approval, the absolute Tony banger, the absolute Tony like mm. what's something what's something Italian like the the Bella the Bella Russia. I don't know. That's not. A, mm. The, um, the the antipasta garlic bread right. seal of approval game uh P- halls i'm gonna say planes of torment halls of torment mm-hmm. um and p- pretty good pretty pretty decent game yeah. i i uh i will fire it up here actually and we will watch. Yeah, i've only played a couple of rounds of it because i've i've been kind of like when i have been playing of that genre of games i feel like i still have a lot doing brotato you know so well, I've been a lot of let's, instead, but... let's get into the meat and balls here of it and say yeah it is it's it's brotato adjacent it's definitely a lot more like it's um, more like vampire survivors it's way more like vampire survivors but it's more challenging than vampire there survivors is, yeah it is i'm gonna go easy mode on this i'm also gonna turn the volume down a little bit so i can actually hear y'all talk um, <laughs> yeah, it's always a problem with these games yeah I keep I keep trying to do like the move to move thing or mouse thing, but uh, I'm gonna do the easy mode levels and then we'll, we'll talk about it. So, yeah, obviously as you're gonna see as I come in here, uh, load. There we go. It's it's very, very, very vampire survivory, right? So that's that's yeah. me. It's 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 back to that format. Um, it's it like. Well, uh, Go ahead. The big thing that for me, like, kind of separates Vampire Survivors from Brotato is that like vam- the Vampire Sur- Survivors format has the the aspect of progression outside of the missions too. Right. And I think this game has a little bit of that. Yeah, it, this also does. You can like like Brotato. You know, your character is what your character is. But there's the whole like you can you can put points into you know juicing up your account as it were. I, I can't think of a better word uh, because you have different characters you can play. Uh, so far, there's you start off with the uh, the warrior dude, then yeah. uh, usually get the archer, then the exterminator. There's a cleric that I haven't quite gotten yet. Uh, I think there might be one or two more. I, I really don't know. Yeah, there's uh, the shield maiden, warlock, and the sorceress. Yeah, um, and it has the game has a good bit of depth, mostly because it is rather difficult. So like. One of we were talking about is uh, with um, Brotato was that the problem with Vampire Survivors is twofold. A, it kind of gets wacky, 
but it's also like super duper easy like maybe after the first 30 minutes of playing it you've gotten to the point where you've unlocked enough that you're just juiced and you can mm. almost never ever lose unless you just do something absolutely stupid so no. you know it's 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 kind of easy mode uh this is not so unlike vampire survivors in this you don't get a new weapon or a chance at a new weapon every time you level up when you level up you only purely get like skills and stuff like that like you just saw a second ago right. there it's like you know extra health yeah, crit they, they call them traits in traits one. yeah you you only get stuff like that um to get new abilities or uh, weapons in the parlance of vampire survivors you have to find these i don't know what they're called they, they look like pages the icon looks like ah, ow. the icon looks like pages yeah, i think they might like straight up be called ability scrolls that would make I'm sense not, i'm not certain on that and they only drop well on the first map one spawns natty uh then you also have to defeat these elites uh i don't know if that's ah, shit I don't know if that's actually what they're called, elites, but yeah, that's just... I think I think the blue outlines are elites, and then the orange outlines are like bosses, and then the end boss is called a lord. Oh, okay. Uh, so you have to beat these elites to get maybe a scroll, but also maybe an item. Uh, the item system is also he. Yeah, okay, so yeah, he dropped a scroll. Oh, oh yeah, dragon's breath, baby. Dragon, by the way, pro tip: dragon's breath with exterminator is. I'm not gonna say OP. But it's as close to OP as you're probably going to get early in the game. Because it just rips ass. You do so much damage. The Exterminator in general does a lot of damage. Like, I don't know if you saw, I just, I melted that elite. It was just, it was absolutely nasty. Um, But yeah, that's, but that adds to the difficulty of it. Because that's the thing about Vampire Survivors, right? You, you know, a couple of levels in, you've already got a pretty good harem of weapons. And nothing can touch right. you. You're just like, you know, you're a god. But here, I never feel safe in this game, right? I never have gotten to a point where I'm like, oh, damn, I'm juiced. I've gotten to points mm. where I'm happy with my character. And I'm like, okay, I'm I'm surviving. But I'm, you're never thriving. You know what I mean? Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. He just landed right on top of me. What do I want? Lightning strike. Um, so, yeah, this is definitely... If you think Vampire Survivors is easy, this is the game for you. Fuck off. Now, I don't really know what the history of this game is like. Tony probably fill us in on that, but so, I don't know. This game went into early access last month, so it's relatively new. Right. I, I don't really know history beyond that. Like, there might have been, like, I think there was a demo for it that was, like, out longer that was even lighter in content. But, right. Uh, yeah, this, this game's in an early access for a month and a half now so like then for a month and a half i, I think i game. think there's still a lot they're playing to add to this game but but i mean given the difficulty curve of the game i mean there's a good bit of content in this game and you can put a lot of time into it just to be a month old early access so that's actually pretty impressive mm-hmm. that's actually yeah. real impressive so i i've unlocked a decent amount of the stuff at this point so like i, I definitely feel more strong going into runs like right generally like i mean the, the third level is honestly always pretty like you, you really gotta be on your toes to not get instantly hell fucked right 
which is another but, uh, thing that I really like about this is, you know, Vampire Survivors, the map changes are more or less aesthetic and a little bit of gameplay. But in, in Halls of Torment, the maps definitely, as you unlock the newer ones, they definitely get just outright harder. Yeah, and so... Uh, I think my... Honestly, my biggest issue with the game right now is actually the gear system. Just right. in the fact that, like, when you're starting out and you don't have any gear unlocked, uh, but, like, every gear drop is, like, basically probably a huge upgrade for you which right. makes it feel really impactful but in the second level you unlock like a whale dude that yeah. basically can pull up items you find so that you can bring them with you into later runs mm -hmm. like permanently unlocked and to me it's it's kind of like i'm at the point where i have most of the items unlocked at this point so and like basically the blue outline mobs always drop an ability scroll and the orange outline mobs always drop an item and it's kind of becomes the point where like all right, I have basically all the items, so like these these mobs that drop items are no longer really impactful for me. They're mm. like they don't really have that same thrill of a big drop like they right. did when I was starting out. It's like that's that's my current like issue with the game that I feel like they need to add like items that can't be taken out via the well and like should be powerful games that you kind of have to RNG mm. rely on. Like I'd like to see that, right. but that'd be good. Feels like something they should they should expand the system for then. Yeah, but like. Again, game's been in early access for a month, so for for what the base is, I think it's very enjoyable. I also uh, want to comment on because Tay was just fighting a, like a little like mini boss or whatever there, and uh, his like the way that they have like the more intricate kind of damage patterns and stuff. I'm I'm always a big fan of that in games because it makes the boss like the the fights against the more elite monsters or whatever seem yeah. That's another a thing. More so like vampire survivors, like everything just kind of runs at you more or less, right? But yeah, so the the elites and some of the bosses in this, they definitely uh, they do they do do the telegraph like painted on the ground thing, which that's fine, that's fine. I, think I actually really like that in games because I that's think like yeah. what most mechanics kind of add up to anyways. Right, so that that's fine. It's kind of like um, Guild Wars does that, for instance, Guild Wars Two, yeah. uh, which uh, funny I bring that up. Um, it, yeah, so I mean, it's it's there. There's definitely because even like I say the elites, but even like the regular creatures have some <clears throat> behavior to them. I guess I should say. So like the imp dudes, right? They'll like back off from you. Like they're not just mindlessly running at you. They will back yeah. off from you if you get close to them. Um, yeah, there's a lot of varying behavior to the regular the, mobs. The dogs like. when they spawn, the dog packs they come in in like a spiral pattern at you and it makes yeah. it it makes it a lot harder to dodge a lot harder and they also have wonky hitboxes i don't know if that's just me but it feels like they have wonky hitboxes and it's kind of annoying i start losing runs when the dogs start pouring in i also hate the uh, zombie they're not the zombie you, but the the skeleton pike men oh, i hate those dudes so much do you have the no. third level unlock no oh well in the third level, there's, like, these ghost biggas, and they are the worst. Oh, really? Yeah, because, like, so what? they, they kind of work like fucking booze and Mario, where... Oh, no. You're not... When you're not looking at them, they just rush your ass, like, pretty right. fast. <laughs> oh, and no. And they can't be damaged. So they can only be damaged when you're facing them. And, like, they, they also have a mechanic where, like, you're damaged. You can only deal one damage to them, like, per hit. Oh no! So like they take a set amount of hits to kill no matter what. Oh my god! It's like it, it 
it's got stuff like that that's just designed to be a bit more complex and have to plan around than just straight right. up mobs rushing your ass nonstop. Hmm. There's also a like a secret quest for the boss on the first stage, but I don't, I don't know if you've discovered. I haven't yet. So I mean, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty crap at this game, so I, I don't have too much unlocked. Which I think is only in the I think there's only like a quote unquote secret quest in the first level, but. It it almost it to like it to that point it almost feels like the exterminator character is kind of like the pity character that it gives you, right? <laughs> that it's like okay, well this character actually does damage and it's kind of mindless to play. So here you go, idiot. Yeah, and well, so part part of the like ah, shit. unlock system like unlocks new traits and stuff like that are stronger for you. So it kind of helps the other characters get going a lot more. Mm-hmm. What I really like about this over Vampire Survivors um, is aesthetics. So the, the, yeah, the two yeah. the aesthetics the, are very enjoyable. The two aesthetics here are, firstly, obviously visual. It's a lot like Diablo one and two, like a lot, a lot, very, a lot. Very yeah. Diablo one esque. Very Diablo one esque. Uh, in fact, there's even like a setting to where you can like turn it down and make it look the performance mode. So I mean, this thing could probably run on pretty much anything. Um, yeah, it, it it looks. But the the other thing was I was gonna say was the music. Like the it sounds really good too. It sounds like a Diablo game as well. So, um, unlike Vampire Survivors, which is definitely more like indie pixel art kind of stuff, which isn't. It's fine. That's fine. I'm not saying that's a mark against Vampire Survival. It's just this is really good, and it fits in with the thing because like all your enemies are like. Vampire Survivors gets a little esoteric, right? The enemies get kind of kind of clavo. Let's be honest, a, a little weird. Like you're fighting yeah. like literal like biblical angels at certain points. Um, but in here, it's just it's like they're the basic like RPG bitch stuff. Like I'm fighting slimes. I'm fighting skeletons. I'm fighting like devil imps. Yeah. I'm fighting wizards. It's just it's just basic stuff. So. In, in short, uh, how how much was this game? Like four dollars? It was four dollars on sale, and it's five dollars. Okay, so that, I mean that's very cheap. Lot like many many hours of gameplay. Um, yeah. Let's see what I want here. I think I'll try Um If you like vintage, not vintage, sorry. If you like Vampire Survivors, but you also like Diablo, and you went, man, I wish uh, Diablo could be like Vampire Survivors. Then this is uh this is the game for you, my friend. This is definitely this is definitely a thumbs up across the board from the three boys here. Honestly, this seems pretty good. Yeah, it's a very it's a very easy little game. Well, not easy, but it's a very fun little game. Uh, like most of these games, it's a very you know hop in. Uh, the rounds do feel like they take forever. I feel I think it's because you're never comfortable. Yeah, I mean they are thirty minute runs, which in the yeah. grand scheme. It's kind of, it is kind of a while. Well, they were in, in Vampire Survivors too, but I mean, it's like they kind of flew by in Vampire Survivors because at a certain point you're just like tabbed out because you're you're a little walking god. So, but in this, you're sure. you're constantly having to like juke and jive and <laughs> not get clapped. This is a hard like this is I I really want to impress that this is. A hard game. It is. It is. There is a difficulty curve to this game. It is. It's not easy. Um, a lot of that really comes down to the fact that you can't easily heal. 
Like there's no yeah, big that's true. The, yeah. the healing is very limited in this game. Like there's, there's yeah. There's RNG drops out of like the fucking barrels and whatnot. Like you can get a potion that heals for like I don't know, fifty to sixty yeah, HP, 50, yeah. but even then, those are very rare. Very You're kind rare. of relying on your passive health regen, which is pretty right. low for most characters. Yes, it's extremely low. So, so. you're you're basically you're, as you can see, you've got like the one HP tick like every second or so. It's, yeah, it's, it's not fast. It's, it's rough. So I mean, if you take big when, damage, when your health like, pool gets pretty large, like you just kind of lose health fast so it's very reliant on your skills to dodge there's no yeah. like fast recovery of all your health right it's... and uh it's it's also like the game has an auto aim feature but you it's really not good. don't want to be using that no it's not because, good like you kind of need to tactically aim where you want killing stuff instead of just whatever's closest to you yeah because of the like the mob density in this one you really do gotta like like me. it doesn't really work well to have it just attacking ram shit around you yeah i i think the only time i actually use auto aim is just on the last boss of the first stage just because it's a single guy with nothing else to be aimed at right so i can just throw it on and focus on dodging mm -hmm. which is handy so yeah good little good little game i'm glad that the uh that while like the what, what did we what did we decide decide to call this genre survivor like uh well that's what we were calling it i think uh Fuck. in what i think it was in the description for this game they called it like a, a horde survival game yeah that's a good one too yeah it's good to see that the horde survival genre that that while becoming played out still has some bangers left in well, there's a lot of them that people have recommended that I haven't played, and I'm sure they're all, like, decent enough. Yeah, but, you know, the Steam sales is ended this week, and, I mean, when you're going through, like, the wishlist trying to get your cards or whatever, it's like, I, I saw, like, a lot of Horde survival games, and I'm gonna be real with you, like, I just kind of, like, mindlessly clicked through most of them, and I was like, mm, mm Well, and, you know, another genre that uh, really blew up like this, like, not so popular in our group, although I think Dizzy was talking about them a decent bit, but, like, another Ooh. genre that blew up um, was the, uh, like the the slay the spire like games right oh, yeah. like the like the tactical turn-based card games and stuff right. that were single player like that genre also got pretty blowed pretty fast um and uh, here's these fuckers here's these fuckers <laughs> gotta hate the pike man they're so awful because you you just have to like focus them right yeah um definitely certain spawn patterns and stuff are rough in this one um area it's real rough when there's an elite up as well. But the thing is, like, so even if these genres do have a lot of good games, it's kind of hard because it's like each game takes so many hours and it's like I can't play them all. So. Yeah. And like speaking of the Slay of Spire kind of clone-esque games, like I've tried a few of them that were like highly recommended and like it just, it just wasn't the same. It's like I don't, I don't really enjoy this nearly as much as I enjoyed Slay of the Spire. So. Yeah. Yes, I mean that's that's definitely. I mean, Slay the Spire has a pretty enduring presence. I think where I still I still see people playing it on like Twitch and shit. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 still a certified yeah. thing. Well, because it's, like, it's the thing with yeah. The the thing with like these horrid survival game, I guess that we're calling them, is that like they're so at, at its core simple that like anyone who can like fucking make a quick shovelware version of it, right. Which I'm sure some people like fall fall into and say, "Oh, guys, check out this cool fucking vampire survivors like game. It's actually just fucking dog shit." So, it, it kind of does take something for it to really stand out to yeah. me for me to recommend it. Like, 
this one looked unique and interesting. Just just like the aesthetic was enough for me to be interested in it. Yeah, the like, aesthetic. Someone else recommended it to me, so I went and checked it out. But and and then like Brotato is like similar style of game, except it's it's very different and unique in the way it does it. Like that was worth checking out as well. The the particular like power system of Brotato actually appeals to me more than the vamp like the strict vampire survivor style. Right. Like, I I like how it's more of like it like just everything happens in the round that like you have yeah. your character with its unique quirks and then everything happens in the match. You know, like it's not like you have scaling beyond that or whatever. Yeah. Um sure. But like which... I, I think in my opinion a game is just like a straight one to one vampire survivors clone just with a different skin that works exactly the same way. Like I have no interest in that. It's it's the same game with a different skin and like Right. Like any like fucking I don't know tweaked out Indian kid can pump that out. Did, did you ever play the Hollow Live one that that was like? I was gonna say that's where I was going. Like I think the Hollow Live one was really good. Yeah, that one is really good. I think it has another big update coming soon. Like that one, that one has a lot of unique twists in it as well. And right. Obviously, it's got the theme with like all the references and whatnot. That makes. That's it where I was gonna go with that. It's like that was the perfect opportunity to just be like a pump and dump. Like oh, it's it's Vampire Survivors, but with a Hollow Live skin. It's like no, they actually made it like kind of its own thing yeah and it's quite good it's quite ch- it's it's a little challenging as well i've never actually played that one but i've played it i played yeah, it it's bit. it's solid it's, it's definitely a lot harder than vampire survivors yeah yeah vampire survivors is kind of the slop of the horde uh horde survival genre they really get the uh like the primacy bias right like their, their main claim to fame is just kind of doing it first or whatever yeah i mean yeah, it's, well, it's still the first game. one that really blew up it's still a right. good game yeah, I think yeah. It, it's cheap, and I think like it's very much worth experiencing for your first time, even even if like it it doesn't really have the same hold up value to like put in those infinite amount of hours as it used to. But right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for, for such a simple game, I think most of us still got a good amount of value out of it for sure. Oh like, yeah, in terms of the amount of play time and stuff. Oh yeah, right. I, I agree. I'm uh, my my the- my thoughts there is just kind of like when it was in super early access and you didn't really have the unlimited power, like it was just kind of a different game then. And as right. like, it kind of got bloated. Like when you're, when you're fresh to the game, like you won't have that initial bloat. You'll still have all the grind to unlock stuff, which I think was kind of the main appeal of Vampire Survivors, at least to me, like was before you had everything unlocked. Like once you had everything right. unlocked, it, well, it, 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 it to describe like the scaling and in... oh, there's the dogs, right? Um, more dogs. Uh, to describe the oh god, the Vampire dogs Survivors. and the bike, man. <laughs> it's kind of like Vampire Survivors is kind of like if you have a game that has like vertical power scaling or. Oh, follow that blood trail. I didn't say it. What's Shit. that? Oh, I'm just charging through that. This is getting eight. Well, I, I'm following a blood. I don't even see it anymore. Uh, it's, it's like to the left. But your ass do be kind of yeah. getting eight. So oh, there it is. Do what you do. How was that for like something? Oh, oh shit! I went the wrong way. Well, I, I'm I'm pretty yeah, much as you there. can see, he's very clearly starting to get overwhelmed here. Well, I'm getting overwhelmed because I'm trying. I, I stopped trying to like do it right, and I tried to go in a specific to a specific place. Right. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, in this genre, sometimes, especially like these ones where the map is infinite or whatever. Is the map infinite in this one? I actually don't know that, but yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, like, I've I've never really tried. Uh, on the third level, there is like a hard end because there's like. An infinitely closing in wall of ghost men that are trying to hell fuck you, but okay. Bernice? 
Well, I was gonna say, but like in these ones, the super wide open maps or whatever, like it's yeah, definitely a situation where, especially before you're juiced, you kind of have to go with the flow of how spawns are working too. You know, like kind of dictates the direction you can go in sometimes. Yeah. Um. Our system in Vampire Survivors was like that's a game with like a vertical progression oh, type type scheme, but then like the difficulty doesn't vertically progress much, you know. Like so, that's how you outscale it. Whereas like, I would imagine a game like like Rotato, like they can add new content horizontally in that game, and so it's like new things to do, but it doesn't invalidate the challenge of the old things, right? Because like, if they add a couple yeah, of new and... characters, you right, then it's still the same challenge to play the. The older characters through the you know through like a, a, a difficulty five win or something i also don't know if you guys are aware but in like the settings menu for brotato there's actually fucking like difficulty sliders that you can do yeah i did see that right like well it's under accessibility so it's kind of like journal mode yeah it is well it, you can also make it harder that was the thing like, yeah, yeah that's true really yeah yeah but in my mind the like the canonical experience for rotated keeping those settings stock right like that's like uh sure but I mean, it's yeah, a single I... player game so it doesn't really matter right but like i'm just saying like like in terms of, like if you want to experience the game as intended i feel like you should probably like that's probably yeah yeah i mean absolutely you should but like if you're feeling down the line you've done everything you want like more like that's certainly an option to fuck with right yeah but like but because of that game's design right like there's never really a point where i feel like you get so built up right that like it's just a foregone oh, conclusion sorry. that like high difficulty runs are just gonna be nothing you know like yeah the stream may die oh. I, I hear uh some loud beeping i might be like a this fucking is this power out power out kind of deal oh no we're good uh, was that your ups going off or something sorry about that so there's a problem with i don't know if it's my house or whatever but sometimes uh, the electricity will like flicker and it right. triggers my battery backup and it goes off and it's like it thinks the power's gone out. Okay, and it, so, it, so, it, so it's it's like it's doing that high pitched squeal at me like the yeah, alert. You could hear that. Oh, yeah it's, yeah. it's very annoying. I hate it when it happens in, you know, in the middle of me, you know, doing something important. So so what? All right. So that blood trail, what was that about? Uh, so that's like the secret quest where you, you go to both ends, like you do that little shrine and you get a, you get like that little gemstone pickup that it, it does like half the boss's HP when it, when you do, get to the boss to make the fight significantly easier. I see. I see. I, see. I, I think they added that in because like, apparently when this first came out, like the, the fucking boss, uh, end boss of level one was like, so fucking impossibly hard that they just straight up had to add that. <laughs> Woof. Oh damn, you got that ruby circlet. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was saving on gold for that. So, uh, yeah, yeah I that, mean that thing is very strong with the exterminator. Yeah, I mean what what a game. Let's you know, hey, let's round of applause for our boy Tony here. He's just been he's been uh giving us banger after banger after banger lately. So, kind of our number Listen, one game I, guy. I like. I like cheap games. What can I say? It's kind of our number one game. Yeah. In other words, you're hunting the deals with the Z. I am. Well, I mean, while we're talking about that, you know, the oh, next fest is coming up. Or June mm. edition. Nice. I might look into that. Um, that. You know, the the summer, the summer sale. Aside from Halls of Torment, y'all pick up anything interesting? No, uh, no, I can't say I did. That's kind of, that's kind of, that's... I, I'm kind of in. 
I'm kind of in a waiting for new games kind of place um, right now, not not buying old games. But, I kind of have a lot of games just to play already. Like, I mean, it's always been the case for me. Like, yeah, but like there's a Hearthstone expansion coming. I haven't touched the Fortnite season, which I could do if I got bored. Ugh. I hear it's kind of shitty, but yeah, it's shit. Which sucks because I want yeah. that cat app, but I really don't. I can't bring myself to play. So no, I, I don't even like. I don't, I'm not even offering to like tow you through it because I don't even want to play it. It's that bad. Um, there's, I, I mean, I there's like a couple Warframe updates I haven't played for. There's Guild Wars two content I could play. I just and this is actually something I did do this week. I I just finished the Diablo four campaign. Oh, I need to do like, that the other night because the season is coming right. And I don't want to have to do it again. Right. the campaign's actually not really that bad it's not like like but like I mean, I've, I've experienced the story i don't want to do it again you know yeah yeah um and then uh and also i want to play a different character because I, I i don't really enjoy necromancer like the other classes look fun but i don't really actually enjoy necromancer that much because it's like until you get juiced in end game i feel like it does make sense to be a minion build but they scale poorly in end game and i don't like managing minions like i don't like babysitting shit um but then the, i am like the, the bone build just doesn't have like it doesn't like both the bone build the blood build or just a minionless shadow build and all that stuff like it just doesn't feel like any of them have a flow that works for me so like i think in the in the season i'm gonna play i'm gonna play like druid or like or like sorceress or or sorcerer or whatever the fuck um because i'm not feeling necro but uh so i finished that what else is going on in gaming? Um, I don't know. There's just there's a lot to do, and then uh, there's Brotato, which I haven't maxed out yet. There's this Halls of Torment that I haven't gone much of. What else is there? Yeah, I mean, on my end, uh, Diablo Four season is next Thursday, so there's that to play next week. Uh, and, and hey, if I really had to dig deep, there's e- I could even resub to WoW if I really got bored. But sure, but uh, and then like. Next month, uh, Baldur's, Baldur's Gate 3 comes out, which Maldur's I do plan Gate? on playing. Yeah, Maldur's Gate, that's what we call it, because uh, it makes, like, I don't know, people mold. Although, they, they did preview that, like, you can have gay sex with a bear. I was about to say, where are we at on gay sex with a bear? Well, we should probably ask our resident expert on gay bear sex, uh, Bear in the Woods. Is he Whoa, here tonight? No, wow. uh, he's not. Wow. To, uh, to put, put that, that comment into context... Uh, they showed a video of uh, like the romance in the game, and I guess like community voted on what scene they wanted to see, and the scene ended up being like a gay romance between like some twinky elf character, and then like a druid in the party. Except the <laughs> druid was in bear form the whole right. time. So th- that's so kind some of, some of the memes there. from that have been funny. Like some of the stuff that's coming from that has been funny. So, um, yeah, well, yeah, which. I mean, I'm not big on, you know, the whole gay sex shit, but at the end of the day, like, it's a full-ass RPG, and, like, you don't really have to interact with that at all, and that's that's kind of how yeah, games I mean, to stay anyway. So, especially that whatever. type of series, like, that sort of, yeah. that type of RPG, it's very much a choose-your-own-adventure type thing, so you don't, you know, right? you don't gotta fuck and, bears but, if you don't wanna. I do not plan on fucking bear. Sorry, pal. I know you were waiting for me to do it, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, so I got that in August, and then of course in fucking September we got both Starfield and Liza P. So those will take up a lot of time. Yeah, Liza P. I need to play the demo for that still. It's been still playable. Um, yeah, I, I haven't touched the demo for it either. I kind of forgot there was one, but yeah, I keep seeing it on my Steam list. 
Um, Both of those are my list of two play, and I'm sure there's others I'm fucking forgetting about. But a lot of stuff to play on coming up that I I think it was worth buying an old game at this point to play. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I mean, shit, yeah, there's, there are old, plenty of old games. Like, it's like, I could, I could still jump back into Slay the Spire. There's still stuff to do there. Like, speaking of that, I also have, what, I have Children of Mord installed. I'd like to play that eventually because it looked good when I saw Tay play it. Um, what else do I got installed? Hades, oh, yeah, I haven't touched I, that. I've also got this, uh, this boomer classic Lord of the Rings online private server <laughs> thing coming up next month. So I'll be playing that. Nice. Which oh Lord of the I was uh, yeah Lord of the Rings okay. Speaking of Lord of the Rings, I think in the past week was when I watched uh, Return of the King extended. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that the That's other day. Good. Like it, it does have a very emotional peak towards the end, right? Like yeah, Departing to the Grey Havens or whatever. Of course, that part is obviously emotional, but the the line during LSR's coronation or whatever that gets me is the the you the you bow to no one line. Oh yeah. Me. Yeah, that's that one's um that one's a big one. Yeah. Um the only thing I'll say, like, even though all the movies are good, I'll say that like I feel like the adaptation like gets more off the rails in the third movie than the others. Like there's changes in all of them, of course, for like for the sake of brevity and for making it more screen friendly and stuff. But I will say some of the changes in Return of the King, like, are just a little bit more noteworthy in terms of like how much they kind of fuck up the story a little bit, you know? Like, uh, specifically, I, I agree that I don't like the change of the army of the dead being such a, such a big factor, you know, because it wasn't originally in the, in the text, right? Like it was right. much more of an accomplishment of living humans to, to win the battle. Right. Um, and like it, it made the Rohirrim core. Also, I feel like the, uh, the, the third movie, especially it makes so many of the gun, the Gondorians or whatever makes them such red shirts right like they just look like fucking losers fighting on camera you know yeah kind like, of like like, like I, I think in the non-extended version like they only get like one confirmed melee kill in the whole fucking movie or something yeah um it's a little bit better for extended but still like that part is lame um and then like and then i was reading up on like you know how how much worse they make denethor in the adaptation which kind of predicates the whole like just a lot of the other kind of issues with with the whole Gondor plot line in the movie. And then I also think it's lame that like they make uh uh Gandalf such like a kind of like a chump versus the uh the Witch King, right? Because I believe he at minimum still made him in the text, right? But like he uh he kind of looks like a bitch in the movie. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like his his like he like has a staff shattered and he like cowers. It's like dude like <laughs> Yeah, like you, you, you made you 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 had impressed when he like had just broken down the gate in the book, right? And like he didn't progress further, and then fucked off when the Rohirrim came. So like that change wasn't great, but like you, you know, for the most part, like it's still a really good adaptation, right? Like most movies can't claim to like adapt a text better than than that series did. It's just I think the changes are more glaring in the Return of the King, but. And I wasn't that critical of it when I was younger, right? But like I hadn't watched it in some time, so. Yeah, you're right. The one about Gandalf and he like he like cowers. That's the big one. It's like, bro, you literally like died. Right. Well, it, it, and you you one v one to Balrog. Like, yeah, you died, but like you one v one did in in 
took it out. Like you, you 1v1'd a Balrog in the depths of Middle Earth, of which no one has like no waking eye has ever seen in history. And you talk about the ancient things that chew the earth that might literally be worse than Sauron himself. And yet Right, because because that whole bit was like it was hinting at like things that were even more clever than like uh Ungoliant or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like Ungoliant herself like has the, the vibe of being kind of like Clavo, even though like her form is of a spider, right? Like she's supposed to be a little bit weirder than that. Right. Um but like weirder things than that, right? You know, um But yeah, like and so the Witch King, like, yeah, he's strong, but he shouldn't be having you that pressed, right? Because, right. like, even though well, the, the, the Maya in the in the form of the Wizards were more of a guidance type thing, it seemed like they were permitted within the story to flex a little bit harder when facing other supernatural threats, right? And so, um, that scene was weird. I, I did see somebody coping uh about the scene in the film saying that like well in this version it's like you know the witch king draws power from fear and there's a lot of fear there and so he was juiced <laughs> it's like uh nah. yeah. uh tweaking on that one bro yeah but yeah um still good still a good series no still one of the best it's it just there are certain things which is like you know even though he did a great job at this, still like certain certain little changes, it's like like why would you why would you do that, Peter Jackson? Like the, how it was written was fine, you know. Right. But uh, you know, I wouldn't ever hold out for another like reimagining that would do better than that. I don't think we're ever gonna get better than that. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. that was not not especially not anymore. No, no, that was pretty much the peak of it. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna get any better than that. So. No. I haven't watched that in a while. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched the whole trilogy over like over the course of like a week or something, just when I had time. Um, speaking of deals, though, uh, anybody anybody buy anything fun for for Prime Day? <laughs> no, I heard you got an uh, an e girl light though. A two, two. Yeah, you said the you said two was a little overkill, huh? Uh, I mean. I might still use the second one if I wanted, like, to make it look a little bit better because the single point light, I mean, it is softer light because it's a ring light, but not as soft as a soft box. And uh, if I wanted to, like, make the lighting a little bit more consistent, I could do two points on either side of the, the, uh, because I, I found my old, like, C920 webcam, which, you know, I'm, I'm a snob about audio video stuff, but, like, for face streaming, when it's just a tiny corner, I feel like a webcam is fine, honestly, as long as the lighting is good because, Good lighting really makes up for a lot of the the differences in like the quality of different sensors and stuff, right? Like, it's why like in really ideal lighting, a phone picture can look pretty comparable to like a actual camera, because um, it's not challenging for the the technology at hand. Um, but just like if I ever wanted to face stream or whatever, like I could set up the other one too for more consistent lighting, I guess. But but it was like it was like a little bit over ten dollars for both of them. It's like the 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 Niwar or whatever brand, which has gone a little bit of a reputation for being kind of like video equipment that's like <laughs> I saw a good comparison the other day. Somebody called it the freight harbor tools of like photo video equipment. <laughs> because it's like you, you wow. buy it for you you buy it for cheap from them, and then see if you actually like it, and then if you actually get use out of it, then you buy the the better version of it. You know that's kind of cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it makes total sense because there are certain things that you have to kind of have experience with to know if you'll actually use it, you know? Because, like, right. there's a lot of things that sound like a good idea. And then when it's in my hand, I'm like, it's like, this is way too cumbersome. I'm never going to use this thing, you know? Like, that's a very common experience for gear with me. Um, that's true. But, I mean, these are nicer. and They don't take up much space on the desk, so right. if I ever need to use them, they're handy. And could also be used for lighting other things, too. Like, because they can be set up with an outlet anywhere, it's kind of like... Could also be used for like product shots if you're doing product photography, which I don't, but you know, um, or like anything else, you know, random lighting somewhere. If you need like light on like a hobby you're doing or something, be mm-hmm. handy. Um, I also bought a four terabyte SSD because I was running out of space after all this uh, recent stuff I've been doing. A lot of video files building up and stuff. And, uh, yeah, so I my case it's it's a little ITX case. It's the uh, Cooler Master. I don't remember the exact model name, but um, my ITX Mobo has one M.2 slot, which has a one terabyte uh, NVMe in it, and the case has this is thing where like you screw in these pegs into the the two point five inch SSD, and they like have can be pressed into these like rubber rings that hold them in place in the case and there's spots for three of them in there and i have two one terabyte drives already but then i had a old 256 gigabyte that was like my very first ssd i got back when like i finally made the jump from having a uh uh hard drive like a you know a disk hard drive uh boot drive to my first ssd that was the first one i got i think and so i had repurposed it as an additional drive in there but obviously that's not a very high capacity one. I replaced it with the, the four terabytes that I got. So well, like pretty much, I guess that more than doubled my total storage capacity in the machine actually. So, hmm? so now yeah, I got how much, did, how much did you pay for that? It was on sale for like one sixty or one. It was like one sixty something. Um, it wasn't, yeah, it was, it was a good price uh, because I was originally looking for a two terabyte to put in that slot. Still would have helped. But it wasn't really on additional sale compared to its sale before Prime Day. And so it would have cost about like 99 anyways. So I was like, well, if the four terabytes, you know, 160 something, that's actually less per terabyte that I'm paying. And right. I'll, I'll eventually need that space anyways at some point in the future, I'm sure. So yeah, I was like, okay, let's future proof there. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we talked about some deals in the chat. Uh, I don't think anybody else really went in on any, but no, I'm I'm still kind of saving money. Says man who spent a hundred dollars on Pomu merch. Well, that's where they get you. Well, hey, you got to support your. Yeah, I got uh, I got replacement ear pads for my headphones. Those are nice. Yeah, it's good to have good ear pads. Actually, the one thing about these these headphones that I have and Tay has them too, the Shift 9500s, is the ear pads themselves aren't really easily replaceable, but they seem pretty sturdy. So, like, the material that these ones are made of seem like they'll last longer than the, like, the velour pads that my Sennheiser's had, which did eventually get pretty ratty, but... Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got the uh, Audio-Technica ATH-M50X Bluetooth. Ah, version. very classic headphone, yeah. Very classic, and I've I've had this thing for, I don't know, five plus years and I it was finally getting to the point that all right these had these pads need to be replaced. I mean I'm sure that's some people probably reason I mean thought they should have been replaced earlier, but like Right. Well that's that's it, the sort of was... thing 
because you use that item like every day, right? So yeah. So like it doesn't like, feel like I don't feel bad spending money on something that I use literally every single fucking day, you know? Yeah, it, it like I was fine with how worn down they were until it got to the point like the inner plastic was actually starting to touch my ears. Like that right. worn down the pads have gotten. Like all right, I definitely need to replace these. And yeah, imagine there's people out there who have replacement yeah, pads. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad price because I've seen custom pads that go like <laughs> I've seen for like for like aftermarket custom pads for certain headphones that like take them well that like like uh like certain headphone reviewers will like suggest replacing the stock pads and it's like it's like an eighty dollar pair of like custom pads it's like dude that's pretty nuts but then again like the people doing that are like audiophiles who spent like six hundred dollars on the headphones so like I guess maybe yeah. it's not that crazy now call me crazy but I'm not really convinced that like. I'm pretty sure audiophiles are just fucking insane. Yeah. I, there there like, is a noticeable sound quality difference up to a certain point, and I feel like like you you go past that like $200 range on headphones. That's, like, that's about where I'd say. I, I feel like you're you're definitely not really gaining anything like noticeable. Every product category has a point where the diminishing returns pick up heavily, and for headphones, I'd say it's about $200, right? Like, Yeah, and like, I'm not like, obviously, I'm not an audiophile. I'm like, I don't claim to be super sensitive to these sort of things, but I'm not really convinced there is, like, a further level beyond that. Like, I know supposedly technology that, in all honesty, does not truly replicate a human ear claims there to be differences, but, like, to what someone's actually hearing, I feel like a lot of it is just, you know, copium, like, Claiming, oh, this eight hundred dollar pair of headphones definitely sounds better than that two hundred dollar pair. I would say, like, especially above the two hundred tier, I feel like the the it's less like it's better and more just like it's different, right? Like, I feel like maybe you're getting more exotic sound signatures, but like that doesn't mean better, right? It just means different because like the people, the audiophiles who pay this money on headphones, they tend to have multiple pairs, not to just wear one, but they like they, they actually, you know, it, it's like it's like uh gear friending in any hobby right like sometimes you just have the multiple pairs because you like exploring the differences too right like i can understand that but like i wouldn't i would yeah i'd resist claims that like an 800 dollars pair of headphones is like strictly better than a 200 dollars pair of headphones that doesn't seem really reasonable you know unless it's a really bad pair of 200 dollars headphones then maybe but like yeah um and, and sure there's other things you might pay for like i've seen some really expensive headphones have really nice materials they're, they're made out of you know like when you when you get like kind of exotic or like designer materials like really fancy leathers and stuff like that might justify some of the price if you're into that but that doesn't really relate to the core role of the product of just being decent quality for listening um right and, and, and then there's even more insane stuff like this like the snake oil. this is i feel like this is more like boomer bait but like the snake oil shit like uh like fancier aux cords or whatever you know like like yeah fancier cables for your shit like like the special gold plated yeah yeah it's like <laughs> yeah that sort of shit definitely is uh is pretty bullshit um but yeah uh oh headphones i i do like headphones though like i like as a product i enjoy having a nice pair of headphones like there is definitely while there's a point of diminishing returns there is at the low end no like you oh, know yeah. like the like, low like, end is very much Difference. Like if you've ever listened like like the old like wired stock like Apple earbuds or something, right? Like that's very different from a good set of uh circumoral, you know, like uh, around ear 
uh, headphones, for example, like very big yeah, I mean, difference. Even like getting a cheap pair of like fucking five dollar earbuds from a gas station is still pretty low quality this, these days. Right. Um, I will say though, like as far as earbuds go, like I was actually pretty pleased with the sound quality coming out of the uh, the Pixel Buds A that I got um, when they were on sale. Like I'm actually shocked at how decent they are. Like they're not like the best sounding pair of headphones, but I I thought they'd be worse than they are. Um, but like, and then on, on the low end too, though, there's also like models from, uh, from costs that are like surprisingly good. Like the, uh, uh, what is it? Like the K, the KP, KPH thirties or whatever. They can be like $20 and they sound almost as good as the ship 9,500s. So like there are bargains out there too, but, um, Sure, but I, I specifically meant like the five dollar gas. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's some real bad ones, and I feel like people who listen to those and have never tried anything nice are kind of missing out. But, but then again, like certain genres of music, I feel like are also mastered to sound better on really shit equipment too. Like that's also a big part of it. Like, like for example, I feel like a lot of radio hits and like songs that are subject to like loudness war stuff are kind of mastered in such a way that like they're very much balanced towards the mid range of the spectrum in terms of frequencies. And they sound good on shit equipment because almost everything represents the, the mid range pretty well. Um, so, and you know, a lot of like stereos and car speakers and stuff that you're listening to like radio hits on, aren't going to be necessarily the best quality. So I can see why they do that, but sure. Now, unrelated, but yeah. uh, hey, I need you to confirm to me that Paul Heyman actually called himself a Juso tonight. I <laughs> didn't hear that. No, I didn't hear that. I did see his ass get whipped. That was funny. Yeah, I saw that. I'm seeing a clip now. He he very much did say, I'm, I'm your Juso. Well, thank you. Thank you, Google, for being completely useless on this one. I'm your juicer. Wow, that's um. Sorry, no. He said it's me, your favorite juice, though. Hmm. I'll, well, I'll post it in our sports chat. Okay. Your interest. I, f- I feel like I have some opinions on that, but um, I feel like I'm not gonna say them out loud. <laughs> yeah, that's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. It's not not great. <laughs> Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, <laughs> Speaking of games, did you guys? You guys didn't talk about your exploits in Guild Wars, right? It was that, no, was that we were gonna we were about? gonna circle back to that. Because yeah, you know, we're talking about Guild Wars uh, two, but Guild Wars one, that's still a video game. Uh, me and I mean, you you can, you can kind of call it that. Me and Tony, me and Tony found out. Is it a good video game? Um, it's a video it's game. It's a product of its time. It is. It is definitely a product of 1843. Um, so this kind of this kind of just came about randomly. Tony was like, "Hey man, you want to play? Uh, you want to play Guild Wars One?" I was like, "Yeah, I didn't play this in forever." I told I told my Guild Wars One story. I think a couple of weeks ago. So I won't tell it again. But yeah, it's it's kind of a nostalgic game for me. I mean, I wasn't like there in the early days, but you know, I, I still enjoyed it when it was still pseudo relevant and um so we hopped in uh we're gonna play what is it nightfall yeah nightfall nightfall which was the uh we was guild wars expansion 
taking place in not Africa. Um, it's it's a pretty deep. I think of all the expansions, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, I played a ranger. He played a mesmer, dervish. a dervish. Wait, no. I thought you played a mesmer, and then you switched over to your dervish. Oh yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, the mesmer was, was not a very the mesmer time. was not fun. It does like no damage because Guild Wars One and Guild Wars Two couldn't really be much different games. They really couldn't. Well, I, I was like reading, like I was a few days like after we started, I was like looking at what the meta was for the game at the current point, and like mesmers are like apparently really op once you have literally everything but getting to said point where they have literally everything is like wanting to rip your dick off yeah i can see that because it's it's not um you're right it's a product of its time like when it was developed like everquest was still the kink so if that yeah. if that you know does and anything for like, you when when we were playing, you you made the point that like, it's kind of like, especially with the whole clicking mechanics and like the guiding of your hero companions, like it's kind of a mix of like, they were making an MMO, but we're also trying to make like a tactical kind of game. Yeah. And yeah, that in itself is like leads to some of the like pain points and difficulty in the game. Yeah, it definitely does, and and it it feels like. <sighs> That's that's really the best way to say it. Is it just it, it felt like they were trying to make a tactical game at the same time. And again, it, it's not it's not a bad game. It's it's not a bad game at all. It's a it's a rough game, but it's not a bad game. I I had fun. I had fun. Yeah, I had fun too. Uh, this week was a bit busy, but I imagine we'll pick it up again soon here in the future. Yeah, I don't think we'll get too deep into like the guts of it, if you will. Right. Um. Because, like you said, yeah, yeah I mean, it does get. We're definitely not going to be doing the deep hall of monuments crime. Be real, you know. I looked at that shit, and that looks very unfun. Right. Um, there, there's especially when the rewards are for a kind of dead game. So. Right, 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 right. Um, <laughs> it's Jesus. Like I keep thinking about him. Like this is not ideal. It's fun though. I had fun. Yeah, me too. And you know the. Honestly, all all the stories of Guild Wars were pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, they're they're fun games. They're good stories. Man, and there is a lot of the Guild Wars universe has a lot of lore to it, and it's a, a lot of decent lore despite some of the some of the shitty writing that some of yeah Guild some Wars of the, some of the recent stuff that's been going on. I we mean, were... even I I enjoyed the story of End of Dragons, but like some of their living season stuff has been absolute dog shit. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Because it was kind of dumb. But yeah, I mean, it's... I've never hated the story. I just usually hate the uh, some of the mission designs, to be honest. But I, I don't know. So there, there's... We're, I, I mean, I, I talked about it some in like our games chat the other day, but like the points of the story where it's just kind of like managing your little bitches and like a lot of the, the young characters kind of bitching about, oh, I have mommy problems or I have daddy problems or shit like that. Like... Dog, we we've literally like been together for years and like slayed literal like world-ending existences together. How about you fucking get over it? At this yeah, point? yeah. And this is this is kind of a recurring theme outside of the game as well. But like, anytime someone starts going on about mommy and daddy issues, I just I tune out. I'm like, I don't care. Shut up. Stop being stupid. Like, uh, old boy Bram was a major bitch for a large part of the game, and like, 
I, I will give him credit, like in the final chapter of uh, Ice Brood Saga, where like he's like, all right, spoilers, I guess, but like it's it's my destiny to kill Jormag, and the only way I can do it is if I become like the main bitch of uh, Primordus, yeah. which uh, I I thought that was pretty sick. Where he just like, all right, fuck this, these people are being literal idiots because like for some for some for whatever reason, and they decided in their writing they were gonna have like literally the whole world just kind of accept that Jormag was like trying to quote unquote help them, which shocker, he turns on them all. Oh, wow. Like, That's crazy. Y- you would think when like they've literally just like got back to back to back hell fucked by three different elder dragons, they wouldn't suddenly just trust Jormag for some reason and let him. Well, he literally was, he, he did have the power armies. of persuasion though. Sure. He did. He did. Sure. But still, I don't know. Y- you would think there'd be a voice or reason there. Like, even like Timey was kind of being bitch made about it, like being a fucking nerd for research over being like, hey, you like literally spent your entire life like dealing with these things. Like you'd think you would maybe not accept it, but no. And, th- and then in the end, Bram's like, all right, you guys are fucking idiots. I'm going to go do this my own way. And right. kind of goes get chat. And having not actually played through the last chapter and like, I don't think he was really, I don't think he was involved in End of Dragons like at all, like. I think I kind of thought my my homie died, but he actually does not die and just fucking lives just fine. Yeah, it was more of just so that like, was a bit of a surprise to me. You you only took a small part of your crew to a uh, Cantha or whatever for end of Dragons, so like that. Yeah, but I I was honestly somewhat disappointed that Bram came back alive from literally being corrupted by an Elder Dragon because I feel like. I feel like there wasn't all that much precedent for characters to come back from that in the past. And like Bram was literally the main champion of Primordus and he just kind of, well, I guess you could argue there's things like the, uh, came out of it scot-free, which is like, I don't know. I mean, uh, for Ryland, it didn't really work out, but well, yeah, but that was for other reasons. But like, I feel like Bram, like it, it kind of diluted his whole decision for it to not be like his ultimate sacrifice. And it turned out to be like, Oh yeah, this is kind of worked out. Right. That's fair. Um, I was satisfied at the whole Ryland dying part, though. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I also committed war crimes and like the Drizzlebook Coast thing is like, why would you not? Based? Right. Uh, based? Yeah, I, I, I was a big uh, Smoter fan. Just old boy said, fuck these traitors. He was the he voice of reason in that zone. Yeah, like the other ones were like, we have to treat the deserters and the traitors well. It's like, dude, you're at war. Just fucking shoot them. Uh, and like, and they like, act oh, like he's like some fucking asshole for that. researchers shouldn't be firebombed. Well, well, off. They're literally developing weapons to come hell fuck you. Right. Yeah. That, that, for me, that was the worst part. Like, even though the, the mission after that, where you went around the world just fighting random fucking dragon spawn shit for like, you know, 10 missions in a row was... The, the less fun to play that mission or that chapter with all the uh kind of war politics stuff to me was the worst friend because it, it just kind of got real cucky at points yeah, it very much showed their opinion on war politics like all right we don't clearly this yeah. this team of writers should should not really have their hands in this topic yeah, just just you know fucking you know, be super kind to your like murderous, corrupted enemy, and it'll yeah, just the, all work the out apparently. Literally, like fucking betrayed your whole kind, really, and 
really slaughtering your well, people. Well, it's so strange because because that that particular race in the in the series two feels like they should be the least likely to be that way. You know, like yeah. Anyways, yeah. So curious where they take the story. Like now that uh they're doing like smaller, more frequent expansions or whatever. I am curious what they're planning to do with the, uh, with the, yeah, I mean, the, the new one's supposed to be like some sort of based on some like hell ass clavo ancient secrets of Tyrion. Yeah. I right? thought that was interesting when, it, you know, reading about that, about how it's, it's expanding from like, you know, like different places on Tyria to now to the mist, which is actually something we talked about. Interestingly enough, when we were, yeah, I remember last that time, being, uh, Earlier in in our show, right back in the day, we had a episode or a couple maybe where we talked pretty extensively. Yeah, and that about was about the future of the story. I think I think, and that's literally what we said. It was like the only place you really can go is like the mist, because that's kind of where they've been hinting, mm-hmm. right? With the uh, with Path of Fire, there was it was heavily um, talked about where you had to go, like, go talk to the gods, and they were like, they were like, bro, we got our own fucking problems here. Figure this out yourself. Like this isn't. We can't mm-hmm. help you. Like, this isn't our problem. Which was kind of bullshit. So. Right. But thanks. You thanks. mean, especially with the fucking whole, all the dragons being dealt with now. Like, there's, they, they don't really have that story to go back to anymore. So they do have to cook up some new stuff. I, I honestly think that, like, as long as the writers can hack it, though, like, I feel like that actually leaves a lot of potential for the story to get more interesting because the dragon stuff was kind of getting old. So, for sure. I mean, I, I did kind of appreciate with End of Dragons how it, the water dragon lady wasn't just some bad bitch and it's like there was a bit of a spin on it there. Right. Yeah, that that was novel. But, uh... But, yeah. Well, we'll see how it works out. I'd like them to actually implement the worldly world changes they've been talking about like half a decade, but... Yeah, I mean, in theory, that's with this X pack, bro. Even though I think we're supposed to. Yeah, be but I feel like that was also the what they said about the. the yeah, yeah. I like they said that about previous X packs. So, um, uh, well, anyways. Huh? But yeah, back, uh, back to back to the um, back to Guild Wars one. I I like it. I thought it was fun, but it's it's just so dated, man. It's just so dated. That it's it's really yeah, very much it's really rough to even like even get into like it's it's fine. Let me put it this way: you can really only do it do it with someone else. It it cannot be, it cannot be done with more than or less than two people. At all, I don't understand what this thing's trying to tell me. <sighs> yeah. What yeah. else do we have to talk about? I'm tonight? looking. Are you still trying to figure out your? Um... Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a. I'm. I'm. I guess. I, I guess the last point we had was uh, old porn game maker going. Oh uh, yeah, of illusions going out of business, <laughs> which I thought was really weird. Like, how are they not making like a shit ton of money? That is interesting. That is very it's, interesting. I can't. So can't for see reference, illusion. Pretty good. Who makes AI Girl, Koikatsu, Honey Select, and a couple other games that I don't think are were as as popular? Uh, going out of business yeah. for some reason. Yeah, those are all games I would imagine for for as little as I would think they would cost to develop. I feel like they should have a really good return on investment. But I I think it's the type of game that a lot of biggest pirate. Maybe. 
That's true. Maybe that's it. Well, then yeah, are, that's, are that's they, what you get, chuds. You pirate games. You're you're pouring are down they games actually out of going out of business, or are they just like, yeah, we're done making Coomer games, and we're just stopping development from now on? I don't know. I, I, I didn't. It was in Japanese, and I can't read Japanese. So. It, it, the announcement itself just kind of says, like, yeah, at this time, we're going to stop making and selling games. Like, next month, so. It's like the VTuber language they use sometimes, where it's like, this this individual is stopping activities. It's like, no, they're not being, like, fired or, like, whatever. They're just stopping activities. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very common well, Japanese way of, yeah. like, beating around the bush. Yeah, I mean, they're like straight up deleting their Twitter account, their YouTube account, I guess everything. But like, I, I it doesn't really sound like a going out of business, like because I feel like they'd still be trying to sell shit if they were going out of business as much of a just like, yeah, we're done and we're closing up shop. So good luck. Yeah, like maybe they, maybe they maybe they actually have done well and they decide that they don't want to make any more money through Coomer shit. Maybe. Yeah. That's kind of stupid, but okay, that's your decision to make, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's the thing that you just don't randomly have a change of heart on, but who knows, you know? I'd... Hey, maybe maybe the CEO found Jesus and uh, decided he's going to stop making stupid Kumri games. Yeah, they're actually going to come be the, the the rumored fourth for the White House. Oh, oh are we? Are we going to buy us a White House with his Kumri books? Is that, is that, oh, yeah, break, are we breaking that right now live? Yeah, I know. I mean, I've been talking to him privately. Okay. I, you guys didn't know this, but I actually, I actually can type perfect Japanese. So that would, oh, wow. yeah, no, that would, that would shock me. Yeah, because hmm. you can barely type perfect English. So, fucked up. Yeah, some say I can't type perfect, perfect English. So some say I can't type. Ideally, I'd be for the best. And you know, it's it's kind of wild because like, I'm pretty sure their games are like fucking a hundred dollars. Uh, really? Let's see. Like, all right, so I pulled up their, I mean, I feel like the the Steam version doesn't really count, but uh, Honey, I guess Honey Select 2 is 8,000 yen. Right. And uh, Koikatsu Sunshine is 9,800, so, like, not that far off. I like that it's, their thing where it says notice of termination of activities, which really, you're right, does sound like a VTuber thing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah it really funny. does. It's like Illusion accidentally did like a like a heckin' anti-China on stream or yeah. something, and now they're being... Yeah, or like they made a baseball joke or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get his ass. Hmm. Yeah, I just, I, when I saw that, I was like, that's so bizarre, because like... I, it's just so bizarre. It, it's very weird, and I feel like, I mean, I guess if I was a Jap, there might be more context to it that I would have known. Well, but. we're going to find out when we do a documentary about them, like a retroactive documentary. Retrospective, if you will. <laughs> you want to do a Coomer game documentary? Well, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not about the Coomer game, it's about the backstory. To yeah, the, I feel like making the Coomer games, right? I feel like we got more on our plate than the deal. Do that. I mean, I'm just saying, if, if you if you did it well, I think people would watch it though. They'd be sure. Like, I okay, agree. He, I'm, not, I'm not saying no. I'm just I'm not sure. I am interviewing a Japanese Coomer game developer is really in the same vein of content as what we're generally going for. But 
It'll be, it could be a solo channel thing. That's fine. Okay. Um, no, yeah, yeah, everyone's, you know, everyone's, you know, everyone's got to have their solo. You know, career. like there, there's, there's those I guys mean, who do like the. Don't, uh, don't like get the, me wrong. I, I am somewhat interested in like the backstory and whatnot, and I probably would watch something like that. But like you know how like that style of YouTuber works, where it's like it's the kind of guy who does like kind of you know kind of like, almost like YouTuber like investigative journalism, and he has the title like. Like, so whatever happened to Illusion Games? You know, I don't know. Like that's yeah, sort of, that's so sort of you, video. You're gonna do you're gonna do like the Persona three like fourteen hour post mortem thing that one guy did. <laughs> is that actually a thing? Is that is that the guy who had your SD card? Oh yeah. That, hey, there you go. That's why you, that's why you put it back. Uh, send it back. Because yeah. he's like, fuck this. You know, shit. it's also like completely possible that like the fucking government came and shut them down because like they're they're letting like a bit too much coomerism go on in their games with like uh how they're letting people display certain models and whatnot but maybe oh, like but the, i mean they're I not think forcing censorship that was, or something no, no, they, they are i'm pretty sure well more of the uh like body proportions and sizes you're able to use oh i see oh, yeah cr creative creative uses of the uh yeah the character design tools i see what you're saying i yeah. see i see i see yeah 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 Mm. Which is weird because, like, Japan, like in terms of fictional depictions of that sort of thing, Japan seems pretty loose on it overall. So yeah. it's it's kind of interesting. Yeah, who, who knows, but, yeah. dude? Maybe he like offended that weird ass cult in Japan or something. <laughs> They're shutting down because they just straight up killed him. Fuck, maybe. Maybe <laughs> like man. his intern was like, "Well, gosh, I'm going to write this vaguely worded." cancellation of activities note now i mean it could have been like a you have to shut your company down or else we will fucking like kill you <laughs> and four generations of your family i don't know well, like <laughs> shut down your coomer company or we're gonna like like pump sarin into your apartment while you sleep i, I mean this, this is clearly a topic that needs to be explored on our conspiracy or right, i'm channel. saying there's there's room for this in our in our repertoire Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The problem is, like, how do we make it? Like, honestly, we could just go with all this and claim, like, some random, like, island in Tennessee is fucking Japan. <laughs> okay. Like, if you're going fully absurdist with it, like, you could just... I don't know, man. You you could find like go on fucking Island F and call it like Japan. <laughs> it's, it's the hollow <laughs> clearly not being the hollow Tennessee theory. You go through a hatch on Island F, and the other side is Japan. Shit, makes sense to me. I I'm on board. I mean, Japan is pretty much on the other side of the world, so like it, you go through the hatch and you're on the other side. Yeah, makes sense to me. Well, that was about it. Well, I mean, you know, I'm sure, there's uh other topics to to no. dredge up here. No, we've just we have discussed literally everything there is to discuss. Oh, I see. We've, Ever. Like, we've, yeah, we've. Yeah, we've used that's all... kind of the wall, and we are going offline. Sorry. Yeah. This Everything... is the show that broke us. <laughs> we exhausted all content, and we haven't even started producing videos yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so that's it. Game over. Now the now the universe is gonna like start ending. It's gonna like just like slowly start shutting down. Damn, because that's it. Kind of feels like it has been for a while though. But oh, yeah, 
many such cases. Well, well I don't know if you saw, but the, the the old science types actually came out like this week and claimed, oh, the, the universe is actually like double the age we thought it was. No, God, fuck off. What? I feel like I see those types of headlines often. And I, if I do happen to click on it, like out of curiosity or whatever, and read it, it's like like one one study with like a theory in it suggest maybe it's like it's like pure speculation you know it's like not even like well, consensus. I, I think like i didn't super deep look into this but i think it was the case where like they, they found some new thing that allowed them to measure a further amount of light years or some shit so like so they're in their supposed claims they measure like further out to the like side of the universe that is supposedly expanding non-stop like oh we can we can just measure like the distance further now so it's actually just older now the way the way that they could like continually like find new ways to cope instead of admitting that the big bang is bullshit is frankly amazing cuz that's the obvious takeaway from this right that we found more space should be like well maybe we should revisit this big bang thing which by the way already under a lot of scrutiny a lot of people have already started going scratching their heads going i don't know so much about this one like maybe we should go back and like look into this but the thing is is because you've deified science to the point now and the big bang is like the big bang is i mean tantamount to like adam and eve in the pop science religion right Right. so you can't touch it you just can't even though it's like any self-respecting physicist by their own admission will go that's probably bullshit We, we just don't know well, it's it's another like it's another kind of scientific god of the gap situation where it's like okay, well, if we believe you've observed the expansion of the universe outwards, right? Well, then if we reverse that, we would deduce that possibly it had to have started from like a singularity or like, like that's where their logic is, right? And it's just right. like okay, but like I mean, even if it was the case, that's not very useful. Like that doesn't like that just becomes your new metaf- uh, metaphysical limit. It's like okay, so it started at a singularity but like right. what then like okay you know that what then that doesn't really tell us that doesn't tell me fucking shit all that's useful no to like, it doesn't you know and it's and it's always like it, you you get into like these increasing levels of like cope because you, you you get into like the whole like something from nothing thing and they'll say that's ridiculous it had to come from somewhere it's like okay where did matter come from and they'll be like oh well actually matter came from strings of energy it's like okay where did the strings of energy come from right like energy is still matter more or less right like well, well, basically for everything i've read on the topic right it sounds like basically past that like metaphysical event horizon so to speak that they think the big bang is it's like past the point that the expansion started going backwards right it's like it's you know it's like your guess is as good as anybody's right like it's it's like a situation where it's like they don't have an answer on where that mass originated or why it suddenly decided yeah, to start how, expanding. how do they not know like there wasn't a big shrink before the big bang where well that's well, that's, that's the big end. crunch actually is what they call that, it that, and is that's... A, that is a theory that cyclically the universe crunches and then re-expands to be stuff. fair that's I'd like say... that's the that's the whipping boy of the physics community because yeah. all the shit they want to take out on the big bang to be like that's bullshit we have to get rid of this they take out on big crunch because it's equally stupid and right. that's why you like big crunch has like been absolutely whipped to death and like run into the ground over the past like decade to the point that they're just like you get laughed out of a room if you like go the big crunch yeah. happened well it, the other big funny thing about all these cosmological theories about like like space times like trajectory itself is how much of it tends to rely on 
dark energy and dark matter yeah. as like variables that like aren't even accounted for, but they just suggest they should be there based on. The, I, their I always like, love getting into an argument with like a science worshiper. Um, right. About that, where they're like, you know, you believe in something you can't even see. That's ridiculous. And I go, let's talk dark matter. You can't see dark yeah. matter. But literally, every like the if you the, the deeper into the reads you get, the more you have to go dark matter, dark matter, dark matter, and it just it, it's like show me dark matter. Well, it's been observed. It's like no, it, no, it hasn't been observed. That's the thing. That's why it's dark matter. Well, it's, and and you know, and, and and counterpart to that dark energy too, because like, they're both weird. Because yeah. dark dark matter is their hand wave for certain things like uh like the behavior of gravity. Like right. a lot of that is attributed to unaccounted for masses that dark matter but then on an even larger scale the the constant expansion they they would suggest that the the force driving that is uh dark energy right yeah. like some sort of energy acting upon space time itself that right. like like both of those it's like okay that's just, just things you made up to explain behaviors you think you've observed right because because in order for what you've observed to make sense that has to be the case right. but like but that you know i mean like uh, clearly you have to be aware of your like the gaps in your understanding here that you're like but, but then i expected to take that as foundational to for the rest of my worldview when you you know like like you're saying that like oh i'm the backwards fucking you know primitive with you know unprovable beliefs like that's like that's the cornerstone of your physical understanding like that doesn't track right. you know right but but that's the thing i mean it's so unassailable at this point that you can't you can't do anything about it so you have to you have to keep like, it's like well, increasing that's, that's the, the odds part. of bullshit that you have to make up where it's like well that's the other part where i like to mock them is because like you know part of the whole science culture is also like you know, oh we believe in skepticism but it's like you are so fucking unskeptical of the things you take for granted right like like because because enough people who you think are smarter than you have said the same thing you've just taken it as fact right like doesn't matter how little sense it makes or how much even those very smart people individually, if you catch them outside of clickbait articles or whatever, might admit that they're full of shit too. Like, cause that does happen where like these people are like, yeah, like, like they, they will sometimes admit that they're kind of just making shit up too. Um, right. Which you, which, just like, at that point, then you begin, you like circle back around, you respect it. Well, yeah, in that case, but the problem is like the people who are truly intelligent that work on this stuff can say that. And actually a surprising number of actual physicists themselves are, religious or like quasi-religious yeah. you know like it's that the cliff notes of what they believe gets aggregated in clickbait clickbait fucking articles and textbooks that people consume when they're like little bitch children you know and like it's like it's, it's like a cargo cult right it's like they get the crumbs of the stuff and that becomes their whole metaphysical understanding of how the universe works and they're not at the level to deconstruct it and be critical of it because they're not smart enough themselves to have created like created these ideas in the first place but they can consume them and take them as fact and uh, yeah it's it's no different than if you did grow up in a predominantly religious community and then you unthinkingly partook in that religion right like because right. and, and i don't deny that that happens right you can grow up as part of a culture and just kind of take it for granted that can certainly happen but like for example i didn't grow up religious and i became more religious with age right so like i, I don't know like People can people can choose other worldviews by choice, and it's not like science is the singular quote unquote objective explanation of all this shit, you know. And right. but these people are not smart enough to be critical of that, like self-critical of that. And 
So it really, it is like it is one fifteens again who are really the, the main culprit, rather than like people who are, you know, dumb enough to admit that they don't know shit, or people who are smart enough to be skeptical of their own beliefs. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I just love the. I'm reading this article from Earth.com, and first off, LOL that it's a guy named Rajendra Gupta who figured <laughs> this out. So. Great job, yeah, guys. A brother. Great job, guys. And I just, just the first one is I'm I'm soy facing while I'm doing this, right? Picture this. Our universe is not the spry 13.7 billion year old entity we once thought it was. Instead, it could be a grand 26 billion. Shut the fuck up. Like, I you know, I've been big into watching uh Charles from MDE's videos. And the one thing yeah. that he like gets into that I, I heavily think is like just, just shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> you, you, you get into all the stuff and it's like, oh my God, bro, the, the fucking, the fossil, shut the fuck up. I don't care. It's fake. It's all fake. None of it's real. It's fake. I don't care. I don't care how much shit you show me. I don't hear how many fossils you fucking show me. I don't care. It's fake. It was a hoax. could be fake. I see, have you seen it? Have you fucking seen it? Show it to right. me. Show me, show me 27 billion years ago. Show me this star. I was talking to someone the other day about that, like stuff about like pictures of outer space. And I was like, right. for instance, like the, uh, like the thing on Saturn. And I know we like to talk about that cause it's kind of creepy, but like, you know, mm. all those pictures of Saturn, like the storms and stuff, right? Those yeah. aren't, those aren't real pictures. They're, they're like, they're reconstructions in CGI. They're not real right. pictures. Like there's no, there's no picture of, 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 of any of it. Like, yeah, there's some stuff from the moon. There's some stuff on the moon. Hello? Yep. I just connected from OBS. Yeah, I see, I see your OBS notification there. I did. Did I... Did we get... Uh, we get we're back. Okay, we're, we're good. Sorry about that. Um, okay, the stream's... I was, I was okay. like, ooh, I got a little too close to the truth, and Kick had to... <laughs> Kick had to do something I about feel it. Like Shut Kick it down. Might, I feel like Kick, with the whole beat based on, like, illegal crypto gambling... That's true, yeah. They're probably okay with a, a few based on. They're probably okay. Mm-hmm. They're probably okay with some random schizophrenic southerner denying the essence of reality. So, yeah. um, but but yeah. So it, you know, it, it's all it's like there's you know there's pictures like the from the moon or whatever. Maybe I don't know. I'm not denying the moon landing. I'm just I'm moon landing skeptical at this point, right? Sure. Well, like my thing is like I'm not like a space denialist or whatever. Right? Like I'm not going oh like all this shit's there. fake. But, but, but there. like. Well, for me, it's just like I could have said like, yeah, maybe, like there's a universe and there's shit out there, but like the exact like nuts and bolts of the mechanics are pretty irrelevant to like living here on Earth, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like okay, so I take the, I, I read this article, and I'm like, okay, what is the takeaway from this? Okay, basically, in effect, if it's if it's still the way that it looks now, but you're saying it's about twice the age, okay, so then you're saying that this is just expanding at half the speed we thought it was, or something, you know? Because things are still in the position they're currently in, right? So. If that's your takeaway, like, what does that have to do with me? Like, I don't. But that changes nothing about my physical reality here and now. Like, there's nothing different resulting. And then, like, even the physical implications of that. Like, what? Are, you you guys can't tell me why it's expanding if you think it's expanding, and you can't right. tell me what's going to happen in the future. So, what does that? What difference? Yeah, does that you fucking can't. Make? And the things that you can tell me, you've have probably been, like, demonstrably proven false over the years. Like you've had well, considering to that, you, the, considering that you've yeah, and they'll say it's like oh well that's what science is this concept is no okay 
It's not because every time you come up with a new thing, you shove it down our throats and say, you have to accept this. This is the science. And it's no, I'm not going to do that because you're just going to change it in a couple of years. Right. I don't care. We were told, you know, what we heard on baby flu was the science. Right. And it's like, right. it's like, okay, but if, if we're putting these all under the singular banner of science, right. right. And okay. So for, for decades, we're told universe about 13 billion years old suddenly it's a big it's a big hype thing oh we're saying 27 now right but 13 was taken as a pretty central like statistic right like a, a pretty central data point in a lot of stuff that was being described prior so you know the baby flu stuff is very similar and, and you know it's just that that was more noticeable because it was much more contentious and relevant to people's daily lives compared to like bullshit you know right. cosmological ages yeah and, and you get pretty butthurt if anyone would question that right so, like, I, I'm just not, I'm sorry, I'm just not sold on this at all. And I like people in the comments were coping. It's like, oh, let me see the peer-reviewed study. Uh, Can I see a study on that? A peer-reviewed study? Do you have a study on that? And someone was even right. saying, it's like, oh, we should, an adjunct professor? Oh, no, we shouldn't be listed. Shut the fuck up. <sighs> I just admit, it's, it's... Which is so funny, because, like, if you do the first thing about academia anyways, and, you like, if you've ever spoken to, like, adjunct professors, a lot of plenty plenty of smart people who are qualified in that position it turns out that getting a proper like tenured professor job is not easy and when people get that they tend to hold on to it forever so like like even that it's like okay it's like it's 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 almost like a weird like in their own language right like that sort of statement is almost like a weird like like class unconscious thing to say almost you know because it's like the people who would be adjunct professors are people who could be very well qualified but just don't have the hookup, you know? Like, like, I don't know. It's just funny that, like, that would be a thing that they'd even, like, rag on. But, um... Yeah, as a former, like, researcher within the science community during my days in college, uh, I am I am very much well aware of how most of the... In fact, probably, honestly, all the peer-reviewed paper journals out there, either as long as you know someone or you just are willing to pay, you can get anything published. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's all it's all money. That's all it is. It's all money. Which right, everything everything is, business. but sure. But like it but that's where it's like when you get into the area of like denying that, that's where it seems ingenuous. Um Yeah, so Well, it was it was kind of a like internal like for uh, professors are like kind of describing like how inherently flawed the peer research system is in the fact that there is a lot out there that is just straight up paid to be put out there and published mm -hmm. and isn't like actual proper research that's mm -hmm. been verified it's just straight up bought for clout so you can the a professor out there can put extra like claims by their name yeah and mm -hmm. it's it's like been a increasingly big issue that's really undermining the science community and we can kind of see well and especially that, because like, it seems like thing. We're in an age now where we worship the appearance of expertise rather than any like genuine expertise on anything, you know, like. Right. right. And it's also just kind of the deal where like those quote unquote major discoveries don't really happen anymore. It's just tons of tiny shit. So that that's kind of why like all this stuff can kind of just get paid for and brushed under the rug because like it's kind of irrelevant stuff that no one's really going to. It's It's not some major discovery or breakthrough. It's just kind of 
oh, we like fucking stuck this and this together and supposedly right. this happened even if it really didn't. Right, like incremental incrementally small kind of advancements. They're not very exciting. Um Though the other thing that makes it hard to be excited about any sort of breakthrough these days is it feels like almost anything that that emerges in like the sciences or anything or even tech, you know, it feels like almost anything like big news in those areas is going to be used for evil anyways. So it's really hard to be excited because of that too. Right. (laughs) Somehow it's going to translate into something fucking evil. Yeah. It instantly gets suppressed because you can't break the status quo. That's true too. Yeah, like things that would be again like counter narrative or whatever, like that. Certainly. Yeah, and that's that's something I, I I always thought was funny with um, what what uh, Graham Hancock would talk about. Like Graham Hancock's thing was always like, um, you know, there's like there's all this stuff going on that like we don't know about and no one will talk about because they're scared to say it. And the 115 thing would always be, it's like, mm, uh, actually, we would be ecstatic to to break that that kind of news or whatever. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, except that anytime like anyone ever does, like they're immediately like crucified. Right, like say you, you publish like a pretty pretty credible study about I don't know, something that like something that that like race realists would use, you know, like right. to support their argument, that will be suppressed, right? Because it's right. not convenient. Or yeah, I mean, and, but his whole thing is like, hey, maybe like civilization's like way older than we think it is, right? And like there like there may have been something going on, and the problem is it's like you you just can't say that right like you, you can't you yeah. can't even remotely say that because god for so many different reasons like yeah the, the there's like there's like the race realism thing but then there's just like the thing because it's like so much is built upon like me me the me the scientist being right so if mm-hmm. i have to backtrack it's just like the big bang thing like if the dude who's been tout- touting the big bang for decades has to suddenly go my bad like you then have to like question everything else he said and then question everything he says going forward. So, right. Well, the other thing that's funny to me about like pure scientism too, is like, okay, so I take this as gospel. It's like, what, what do you like, what do you expect the outcome to be from this? Like, you think that's going to make like for a better world here and now? Cause like if I, if I believed, and this is one of those things where like when people talk about like, Oh, you don't need religion to be moral, but it's like, okay. But if I believe that like, there was no afterlife and nothing had consequences and like pretty nihilistically, right. Everything just eventually ends with the heat of the universe. Mm-hmm. Like what reason do I have not to shoot you in the fucking head? You know, like, right. like, like, cause you're kind of annoying me right now and it doesn't really seem to matter if I do that actually in right. any real metaphysical sense. So I kind of right. could I mean, and like kind of counter that argument. Like as the world has become increasingly less religious, I feel like there's been a pretty clear drop in general morals of society. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it does matter because I think, I think a belief, whether it's belief in, you know, like metaphysical or religious outcomes that would influence your behavior, or at least fear of an authority, which is another thing that like, I think it's kind of out the door as like governments have gone more and more cooked too. like both those things, great, great behavioral controls, kind of going by the wayside and um yeah i i think that they do make people more moral and i think that like you know i think that the next the next person who tries to say that religion doesn't lead to morality i feel like they're really they're really risk you know if i renounce if i renounce god then they're i feel like they're at high risk of being raped on the spot to be honest in minecraft because well no you know uh, yeah in because minecraft. What's what's to stop me? Why wouldn't I? In Minecraft, so what's to stop you in Minecraft? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. For legal reasons, 
in Minecraft. Right. But like, yeah, I mean, so it's just, and they're always like, oh, you know, just be a good person for good person's sake. It's okay. So what's defining good here? Right. But then, but then that starts like going against like their other big thing that they love to pimp, yeah. which is evolution. What what then there is the evolutionary purpose of being a good person for good person's sake, because more often than not evolution, evolutionary evolu for evolution's sake, that kind of fucks you in the end. It kind of requires on like everyone being good at that point. Well, I will say, yeah, I will say that in that scope of argument, I feel like in many cases their reasoning will be that evolutionarily, uh, that the pro-social qualities of those people is like a collective evolutionary benefit. But like, but I don't know. There's a lot of things that like, yeah, you know what? Hey, well, you know what? My counter to that, you know what else is pro-evolutionary? You sucking on my balls, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. Is like, I mean. Maybe maybe in in aggregate, right, that might be a, a selective advantage for the species or something. But, like, individually, there's still a lot of transgressions I could partake in that you wouldn't be okay with. And they wouldn't, like, affect my evolutionary fitness, right? Like, there's still a lot of things I could do that we find disagreeable. So, like, I, I don't know. That seems like a pretty poor barometer for morality like it doesn't tell the whole story even if you believe that right like it can't right. explain all of it um so yeah i don't know and, and, and it's, it's one of those things where, like i i don't deny that there is a place for science but like i think the place where like science is useful is basically applied right like like sure certain engineering feats have been useful to the species sure. and they come from a place of science but like there's but, a, but there's a difference between practical science like medicine and engineering and impractical science like, well, evolution, physics, stuff like that. Yeah, basically to me, it's like where it can do work a la um, basically engineering and stuff like that. Sure, there's a place for that because that's basically a sort of a self-justifying thing. Like clearly, clearly whatever understanding you're using works good enough for the, the, the product you're making or the design you're making to function. Sure. But yeah, when science tries to dip into metaphysics, basically, I think that's where it becomes extremely bullshit and pointless. Right. Because even even like yeah. the existing metaphysics is kind of tiresome, right? Right. Because there's so much in, like in philosophy. It's like, oh my God, there's just so much bullshit in philosophy to even the point where then it's like tiresome. But then when you try and put like an um, actually spin on, it's like, no, you're getting punched in the face and then swirly well the most annoying thing with science for me is that they like some of them think that their take on things is like so, like when it gets into the matter of metaphysics they think like their take on things is somehow more valid than like bullshit philosophers it's like dude you're doing the same fucking thing yeah like you're not you're not better than you're not better than some like fucking german pervert writing books you know like you're this you're doing the same shit you're just fucking spewing bullshit was that that was, that was a heck of nietzsche reference well <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot of German perverts that were writing I books. Just really, I just really hate Nietzsche, so I wanted to go in on it. Yeah, sure. Nietzsche, Nietzsche is probably my least favorite philosopher of all time. I can't stand him. Yeah, I, like his 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 actual purported beliefs to me, I don't really give a shit about. But like, I think he definitely has the cringiest following of all philosophers. Yeah, because it, it, well, it really gets muddied with people who take the most like the most edgy interpretations of him which yeah. doesn't help his case but yeah um 
can't stand these dudes, man. Yeah. They they all they all need correction. Mm-hmm. Through, through what means to be determined? Cade's Cove, maybe. Can't send him. Send him to Cade's Cove. Yeah. I can't wait to go to Cade's Cove with y'all. That's gonna be fun, man. Yeah. The actual Cade's Cove, not the mythical place where well, we torture political well, dissidents. That's because we're gonna go there and found it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Cade's Cove is really nice. It's one of the. It's just. It's so nice. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be so nice. You gotta. Go, you gotta go during spring. You gotta go during spring where like everything. It's green and everything's like starting to grow, but it's not hot yet. Like li- right, like right. mid Aprilish. Mid late April. I'm looking forward to next spring because yeah, yeah. of course I got here right as it started really getting hot. Kind of. Yeah. Um, you're you're gonna be on a good path though because you're gonna like you're gonna get the hot, but then you're gonna get that uh, you're gonna get that nice descent into autumn, then the right. winter, and then the glow up to spring. So I I feel right. like that's. I feel like may like maybe a month or two later would have been maybe peak, but I, I think you still came at an opportune time. Yeah, no, that's fine because like because you know I think we talked about this before, but like you know I'm I'm the kind of guy that if I have a plate of food, right, mm-hmm. I try to save a couple bites of the best thing on the plate for last, right? right. And it's kind of the same thing here. I'm getting I'm getting my first kind of uh, a couple months of summer where the you know the weather's a little bit more miserable. I'm getting that out of the way first right. to enjoy the rest of the year, right. you know. Yeah, because the rest of it's really good. well. The dead of winter can kind of suck sometimes, but I I, yeah, I take I take you're I shut, shut the weather. fuck up. You're from New York. Well, sure, he's from the frozen north, but yeah. like, but I also like cold that's like that's like me going up there right now and going, ah, oh, that's ain't too bad. Like, shut up, you're from a swamp. <laughs> shut up, you hillbilly. Yeah. But like, but like, even though I don't have much experience with super cold, but and it's not gonna be super cold here either. But it's a little bit colder than California here during the winter. But like, or like the part that I'm from, um, and I'm I'm fine with that because I I'm fine with throwing on a jacket and you know it's usually enough for anything that's above freezing anyways yeah um, uh, unless it's like straight up snowing you will catch a big in shorts all time of the year man that is big, big new york. guy that's big new york's energy right there man that's big it, new york energy. a lot of, of californians are that way too but i i just for some reason i left shorts behind in my wardrobe i'm not a shorts guy anymore well listen we've established that if it's 75 i'm i'm in a long sleeve so I'm, oh, I'm number one shorts guy, so. So you're a long sleeve guy too. See, because I I do pants all the time, but I tend mm. to do short sleeves. Mm. I think I legitimately own two pairs of pants. Hmm. I only like own a one pair, pair of dress pants and a pair of sweatpants, and that's it. I own a pair of jeans mm. and khakis, but that's not like, you know, that's not like a I don't wear them a lot thing. That's just a southern guy thing. Yeah. Every every southern man has his pair of jeans, and yeah. that's all you need. Uh, yeah, I was a big jeans guy for a while. I have more. Well, I have khaki colored jeans, which are kind of like the middle ground. But then I have a lot of like khaki type pants too. Right. But I haven't worn any of those in a while too. Like since basically I went to Davis because I, <laughs> I've been wearing this pair of like Amazon Basics. Like uh, kind of it's like kind of like a khaki material, but they're joggers. Hold on, um, let me let me pause you there. You two find something really interesting to talk about for like three minutes. I have to pay. Okay. Well, really interesting to talk about. Um, Damn. Well, he's gonna. I kind of just want to go get more soda. To be honest, I don't even want to talk. I just want to get more more Mountain Lightning. Yeah, we just say fuck it and leave it dead air for three minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
<laughs> does the Mountain Lightning have caffeine in it? I assume so. It does, yeah. I don't know if it's as much as Mountain Dew, but you can, you can find it. All, it says it on the bottle somewhere. Um, Let me go check. Trying to avoid caffeine after a certain time. Uh, I don't know if you can still hear me, but... Yeah, I can. I would like to wake up at a reasonable time tomorrow. So. It's fair. And, like, usually I think I can sleep with caffeine, but, like, sometimes I just... It keeps me up. Right. It depends. Like, if I'm if I'm trying to force sleep when I'm not that tired, it'll help, it'll hurt. But if I'm really tired anyways, it's not going to keep me up. No, I just went and looked at the label, but I don't know how much fucking caffeine is in like a serving amount of food. So. Yeah, I think this one's like sixty-five milligrams per serving or something. This one was 54. Oh, okay. Well, then less than I thought. Um, yeah. It's funny. When you're that, like, that far from your mic, I can almost hear you in equal amounts through Discord and through the door. <laughs> yeah, I'd believe it. Well, a 12 fluid ounce can of Mountain Dew also has 54. I don't know if 12 fluid ounces. I thought Mountain Dew was higher than that. Interesting. I thought, I thought Mountain Dew was higher than average for soda, but that's about typical. I, I feel like there's probably some sort of like fucking regulations or bullshit that may have brought it down if it used to be mm -hmm. higher. Maybe. Wow, how interesting that you would say that. No. Uh, we, we actually had dead air for three minutes, so. Oh, really? Back. I'm sorry, I can edit it out. No, no we didn't. No, we, okay. we, we, we talked about soda. Talked about soda. Oh, I forgot. Man, I actually kind of wanted to hear that. Give me the basic assault real quick. Of what? The Didn't we literally go over the whole mountain lightning thing earlier in the show? To be fair, I've been focusing on the Switch thing pretty yeah, heavily so he all wasn't night. wasn't that good during <laughs> his God, earlier segment. Ah, oh, I added myself. Frick. Yeah. Ah. Down myself. Ah. All right. Well, to, just to recap, it was basically so the mountain lightning, the Walmart knockoff brand. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of reviewed it as... Uh, the worst of the Mountain Dew alike flavors. Oh, wow. It's drinkable, but it's not that great. Yeah. Right. It, like, it'll get you there, but like other knockoffs and just straight up the proper stuff are better. Tell you what, you know who has, and I don't know how they are for anything else, but you know who has like the best grape soda? <laughs> grape soda? Wow. You know grape soda kind of guy? Kroger. No, I. I, will, I haven't had their grape soda, but I I have had their knockoff Mountain Dew, and I will say, like, from my experience with that, I do get the feeling their knockoffs are pretty Did solid. I close Chrome? Must have, whatever. Um, let's see, Big King Grape Soda. Oh my god, bro. This is so nostalgic right here. Not a big grape soda guy. This is, this is so know. nostalgic. Also not a grape soda. Oh my oh my god. I can taste it, man. I can taste it. Yeah, down down here we call them uh, you call them belly washers. I don't know why you call them belly washers, you just do. Huh. So. so you pour it out man, look on at, your belly and you look, wash look it. At the, look at this old boy. I gotta wanna watch I gotta wanna watch this. Wanna wasn't watch this. like wasn't belly washer like a specific drink? Hmm. I don't know. This guy's name is Casual Gamer Reed. He has 200,000 subs. Well, hello there, guys.
Oh my god, y'all can't hear this, but holy shit. Ooh, the UK hat? I don't know about that. Yeah, well, if you just heard what he said, it got worse. Okay, yeah, belly washers were a specific drink, so it's interesting. Huh. I wonder what came first. Uh, you know what? It might be one of those things like how we call Coke. Everything's Coke down here. Any fruity right. drink is just belly washer them. <laughs> I mean, they, they were... So belly washers are like looking at them. I think they are like fruity drinks. I don't know if they're yeah, sodas, but... That's... that. That's, Honestly, you just... You just kind of need to pull up a picture of belly washers to explain it best. So it's like oh. themed drinks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what these are. I kind of am hard pressed to think that this is where they came from. Because I think right. I That's thought these I'm are thinking, like... kind of a new thing. Well, these huh. definitely are old, but I don't know that they're. Like term belly forties, fifties, yeah. I guess yeah. that's probably where that would have come from. It's the forties, fifties. Huh. That's hmm. uh We're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to do a whole video on the the term. Right. Belly washer. Hmm. hmm. But yeah, those are those are really good. Now, uh, health wise, uh, not so much. Not so much. Well, not it... so much. <laughs> A quick Google appears to say that it, uh, it's a slang term that can mean any barely drinkable liquid or beverage and originated in the second half of the 19th century. Yeah, okay. I that, Maybe that's where it came from. I wonder, but, if, I wonder if the implication is that it's like cleaning out your digestive system. Like it's maybe. washing out your belly. <laughs> I don't know. And it's used in similar ways to hogwash. Mm. Mm. Big hogwash guy. Being, being something, something of being something of a floor pig myself. I, say, I, yeah. I always pair it with hogwash. Yeah, and uh oh, and uh hog corn. You got to get your hog corn in. That's uh, that's one of the big ones. I'm I'm not familiar with that one. <laughs> he doesn't. He hey, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get he it. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get yeah. it. He yeah, wouldn't. I mean, listen. he wouldn't honestly. I, well, I don't actually, know that you I see, want it's, I mean, you get your corn chips right, crunchable. Crunch them up on the floor, and you actually pour a little hog wash over them. Yeah, and then you got right, hog corn, soggy, crushed up chips. You've lost me. No, well they're on the well, floor, and that's your hog corn. And you know, some say that as a floor pig, that's kind of what you're eating. Yeah. Well, yeah, see, well, you enjoy that. I'll be my slightly off the floor pig. Only, only true Vance pilled people would get that. The Vance pills are estrogen, by the way. No, they're not. You're mm -hmm. estrogen. You're estrogen. <laughs> I, I can confirm I am not estrogen pilled. Okay, that, 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 was a, that was a weird specific admission. <laughs> okay, but I mean, good to know, though. Good, good to know, Ice House. I mean, are you saying you are estrogen pilled? No, I'm not, but I just don't go out of my hey, way to tell I mean, people you I'm not. You want to be the first person to make the joke. Man... That's messed up. That's messed up. That's messed up. Mm, I don't know. But, but that's not, though. It's it's not. I feel like because I'm the only one here that plays male characters in video games when I have a choice, I feel like I'm I'm allowed to make the joke. Yeah, but that feels like you're overcompensating, though. Oh, really? 
and that you're maybe potentially boy modding. For reference, mm. I have no idea what boy modding actually means. Uh, do you mean, isn't that just boy moding? Isn't that what they say? It's like it's like when they're trying to pass as a boy. Oh, yeah, maybe. But I don't know. Modding, but boy modding also sounds like a term that could exist. I don't know. I'm I, not... I don't know. Hold on. Let me. A manner of I I guess so. It just it's spelled like mod. Look, English isn't my first language. Okay, please forgive me. Yeah, most of the most of the results I'm getting point to boy mode rather than boy mod. Um, okay, well I'm gonna keep calling it boy modding because that sounds cooler. It sounds like you're taking your boy and modding him. No, who wouldn't want to mod their boy? Like, <laughs> like you take your boy and you're like you're gonna upgrade today, bro. Yeah, and honestly, if you're not. If you're not modding your boy, do you really care about your boy? You're like cutting off his legs and putting on like high performance prosthetics and shit. Hell yeah, dude. Paste? Yeah, that that's kind of, kind of horrifying, but yeah. No, 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 that's that, super based. That was always kind of a thought of mine when I was younger, like like low key being jealous of like biggest who don't have legs, who just like have legs that run for them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Man, those dudes the dudes that have like the like the springs. That's like they're yeah, yeah, like yeah. the curved. Yeah. Yeah. Like, obviously, I would rather have like, legs. However, right. I'd obviously rather have legs. And I'm sure that actually takes like a lot of effort to run with. But it's like, probably it's like, but like, if I didn't have to like use any real, you know, effort to run and I could just run, that'd be kind of sweet. No, that'd be cool. Tony's going to be the first dude like lining up to get like one of those exoskeleton things. Hell yeah. Mm hmm. I mean, shit, as long as, like, it doesn't modify my body and it's, like, something I wear, I'm all for it. But, like, you know, my my personal temple to the Lord will not be vilified by... Wasn't that kind of the technology. plot of the search? <laughs> I think so. I, I, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I guess, yeah, yeah, I've uh, never had a surgery. I have no artificial parts in me. I'm 100% natural, and I plan nice. to keep it that way. Nice. Seeking, seeking. Oh, whoa, 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 No, 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 no. I'm not letting you get away with that one. You have had a surgery. Oh. He had eye surgery. Oh, oh. that's true. Mm. Yeah, but that was just like lasers blasting. Around. And and now he has okay. a, a Sharingan. He has Dojutsu. Huh? On on jaw? Yeah, dude. It's, it's a little. Little Naruto reference. Oh, I, see, I'm a Chad, and I've never seen Naruto. So. Well, I, I saw a pretty, pretty good uh, Naruto like, like wall mural in in Memphis. <laughs> Base? What? Is it in the Black Hood? <laughs> in Hacko, yeah. in, in the recording of me, like on my dash cam, it's like I'm leaving the barbecue place and I go down the street, and I'm like, I'm like, I look at it, and it's like a manga panel of him, and I'm like, I'm like, is that Naruto? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see. I gotta oh, see that now. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll label it at some point when I get the stuff edited up. Um, but yeah, uh, what was I gonna get at? I was about to say something before you got onto the whole he had surgery thing. Let's see what we're we talking about. We're I don't know why are you talking. Why are you trying to figure that out? Speaking of anime, though, I got uh, started watching that Hori Mia. Oh, Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. The new season. So I've, I've seen. I've seen the the new season. The missing pieces. Pretty good. Pretty good. Many many such cases. Yeah, I think I think Hori Mia is like one of those. Like I think one of those that I kind. I won't say I. I won't say I clowned on you for it because I think at that point I was still I was kind of a big anime 
dude at that time. So I wasn't like, I wasn't clowning on you anymore for it. Like I used to back mm. in the day for stuff. But I think it was the one that I was, I kind of slept on. Cause I was like, ah, but it is, it's sad girl anime adjacent, right? It's not, <laughs> it's not directly a sad girl anime. Cause it, there's, there's a happy ending, and but it's sad girl anime adjacent. It has common tropes, right? Hmm. That being said, I haven't actually watched the actual sad girl anime that debuted this season, although I saw it getting rave reviews. So, well, point in my column for a I dark horse. I uh, watched episode one of the vending machine Isekai, and it was okay. Yeah, I feel like we should disown you for that. It wasn't it? Wasn't it? Was just kind of comfy. Like the guy was just like, "Oh, I'm, I'm a vending machine now," and then he's like exploring what he can do with his vending machine body. On the it was based. Fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel know. like. Like, if we're really going to disown anyone, it kind of has to be Tay for not watching Oshinoko by now. Oh, my God. You're listening. You're not gaslighting me into watching that. It's just not happening. Listen, it's super highly rated. I don't care. Supposedly, it's one of the best animes of all time. I don't care. I've never I've never positioned myself as like someone who prides themselves on watching. You said you are the new anime king. Like you gotta take right of good animes, not not oh, like not like supposedly no, a really good anime. I don't no. You know what it is? It's AstroTurf by TikTok. Don't get angry at me. I don't make the rules. Mm. I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. I'm just um, telling you. Re- yeah, that's how I remember is. what I was gonna talk about actually. Oh, okay. Um, because we were talking about body replacement stuff. Oh, you know, here we like go. Replacing body parts. That's not a big. I just learned. I just learned recently. You guys remember that game that had like the cutesy little song when it was announced, Bug Snacks? Yeah. Yep. Very, Tony, very Tony ca- was a big Bug Snacks guy. Did you ever play it? No. Because <laughs> yeah. because if you remember the theme song, pretty pretty cutesy. It was by a uh, Kiro Kiro Bonito, of course. Right. Um, very striking trailer with music. Uh, I learned recently that that game actually takes a dark turn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and I guess it's something about like 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 them becoming what they eat and stuff, and like they get kind of lost in the bug snack sauce on the island yeah. that they're at, and oh, like there's, there's like body horror and stuff. Um, well, shit, that game is rated very highly on Steam still, though. Yeah, the thing yeah. is, I feel like it's like it's kind of a sleeper a little bit because you never really hear anyone talk about it. I feel like that's happening more and more with these cutesy games. Like I was saying when, during the game show or whatever, how there's that like that uh, that one, whatever, like farm sim game that gets dark and like Clavo or whatever yeah. that I was trying to remember for like an hour. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's also uh, $25. <laughs> I'll be real if you're yeah. not willing to spend that on the game. Yeah. That's all good. But I see how much it went down to. No, I, I'm not going to play it. I just I was just saying that like I I was a little interested in learning that. Um and, and, you know, I learned that because I, I remembered the game existed. And I was like, oh, didn't that game have, like, a, a fun little theme song? So I look up the Bugsnack song. And it's still a pretty, pretty, pretty decent little track. And well, interestingly, the... you're talking about how expensive it is. It went down to eight forty nine over the Steam sale. So. Oh, well, there you go. There's an old game. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, track was good. I was reading the comments for the track, and people were, like, making little hee-hee jokes to how, like, how it has, like, a dark ending or whatever. I was like, oh, really? Okay. Oh, I hate when people do that. Yeah, it's like we we get it. You you know like some t- like intangible little piece of information yeah. that means yeah. nothing. You you know something I don't. Wow. Wow. That how uh, cool. Wow. You must be the coolest person ever. Wow. Holy shit. And, I am and it's kinda, like yeah. it's just like oh, based. 
And it's just like signaling that they're part of the club of people who played the game through to the end. And it's like, well, anybody could buy the fuck game and do that. Like, yeah, or watched on YouTube. Right. Which is probably the reality. They didn't actually play it. Right. And Zoomers, honest, Zoomers don't I'm watch anything. They either. just like, they watch like a gameplay video at like 2x speed on YouTube. Right. You know? <laughs> I'm not joking. No, I mean, sadly, I feel like that's kind of more and more common in our culture. Like, I think a lot of hobbies that were doing hobbies have been replaced with like a, a quote unquote creator doing it and then yeah. the rest of the people watching it. That's kind of yeah. basically what's what's really gay about streaming stuff in general. Yeah. It's really um, terrible. But even like other hobbies, it's like I, I get the sense reading, like for example, like photography YouTubers, I get the sense reading some of the comments that a lot of them are more interested in the hobby of watching people talk about this stuff than they are in doing it. Right. Many such cases. Which, like, I mean, to a certain extent with some hobbies, I understand how it gets to be that way. Like, if you just don't have, like, well, I don't know. That's kind of like what you rail against. Like, you know, like if you say, like, oh, you don't have the energy, well, like, we'll find the energy, I guess. But, right. um, like, it just seems like that's pretty common across the board. And even, like, food content. It's, like, people who watch, like, mukbangs and stuff. Like... I feel like in some cases it's people who just it's almost like they, they don't even want to go out to like a, a restaurant that excites them. They just want to see somebody else enjoy the, the food. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Many mm, such cases. It's like it's, it's like we have this uh it's like voyeur culture, you know. Yeah, just wanna, yeah. Watch yeah. this. This won't be this won't be eyes on the wall. They just wanna That's so depressing. Yeah. That's, legit, that's legitimately depressing now. Yeah. Well, it's time for uh, it's time for our favorite segment. Well, yeah. What 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 did we learn on the show tonight, boys? Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. Okay, I learned. Uh, I, I learned that according to a expert, um. Expert Mountain Dew drinker Tony here that Mountain Lightning is kind of mid. I learned that from him, so that's why I learned on the show tonight. I mean, you tried it yourself. Sure, but like, but I don't drink Mountain Dew really, so I don't have an objective measure. So I learned, I learned that aspect of it. Sure, I learned that. Sanji Gupta or whatever is apparently the authority on how old the universe is. I learned that these two Yankees do not know how to respect their elders yet. And that's a big problem. So I think you can be respectful without using the honor picks. Well, I think Listen, you can be respectful now, with your cave face caved in. Let, let me lay some uh, quote unquote science down on you. Now, we were out in Farragut. Okay. Among, uh, among the Knoxville natives. Right. It's true. Those are not our people. Those are not our elders. That's true. They're the city folk. That's true. That's outside the SCJP territory as it stands right, right. now. So I guess you got a point. Nowhere near the same as interacting with, you know, Miss Ma'am at the, the local Kroger or local okay. market or something okay. like that. All right. That okay. was heading into, heading into the big city and interacting okay. with city folk. Our, oh, our so right. when you go to Kroger, do you call them ma'am? I don't talk to people at Kroger. Although, <laughs> I will say, 
I mean, I mean, who the fuck's talking to me and why am I talking to people, you know? But my the lady who anyway. works the check self checkout area in my car, she's very chatty. That's just what I was about to get into. The one time when I so I like my Kroger's got one on each end of like the checkout lanes. I usually go to the one on the left side since it's like the bigger one and kind of near my exit. But when that one's like packed, occasionally I'll go down to the one on the right side. So one week when I went shopping, I went there and I don't this this lady like I don't know if she thought she knew me or something, but like she was very like. Again, this woman was like maybe 40s. So like very much, much older than me. She like was directly talking and even like bitching about her job to me. And like, like, why? Why, why is this <laughs> happening? Like there are multiple other people like that probably are more in vain with you that you could be bitching to. But like, why me? You're just the first one she saw probably. You, you know, I feel like I get I that a lot. Though. Oh, <laughs> I, f- I feel like I get in those situations a lot because I think I have this like appearance or like this this expression a lot of the time around strangers where like I look ready to hear them out and I feel like that leads them to dump their shit on me. Mm. Like I wasn't even looking at this person. I was just like fucking checking out my cereal or whatever. And then she's like fucking walks up to me and starts bitching about like some other customer. Like what what is what is happening? Why is this happening to me? But I get it. When you're when you're a retail wage, sometimes you just gotta vent. Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. It's like I think like some dumb bitch mom like forgot her credit card at home or something, so she couldn't pay for her like large amount of self checked out groceries. And like I think she asked like, "Oh, can you put this all back for me? I don't have my card." Like, <laughs> Jesus, lady. Jesus, that's a little annoying because there's yeah. like letting the cold stuff get melty and shit. And yeah. That. That's why that one thing you randomly grab out of the freezer sometimes is all effed up. Right. Gotta hate that. Fucking lady. Well, that's don't grab from the first row. That. That's true. That's true. You don't you don't grab from the first row. That's true. That's true. That's true. Very true. Yep. All right. Let's get the hell out of here. All right. Don't want to say something cringe? Say something cringe real quick. Beefy blast. Uh, let the beef be with you. I'm shooting you for that.